Now we're going. Listen, this this recording is in honor of our fallen comrades, Daniel and Derek. They're not dead. They just aren't here. So I assume they've fallen down. They're for very metaphorically fallen. Yeah. 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 So uh, Derek, we don't know what he's doing out in the town, living his life. I hope he's doing well. Dan, we hope even more so is doing well because apparently there was a giant storm up there that none of us knew about because we're all really good friends. And <laughs> I... <laughs> I just wasn't paying good attention to the news. I wasn't aware that there was some big New England dying storm no, happening. I didn't. I didn't know I, that either. I'm still know. not seeing a lot of coverage on it either, so I don't know why it's not making bigger news. Yeah, I'm not sure either. It's probably mm-hmm. political. It's because it, it's because the storm was unvaccinated. So, um, <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> so, but yeah, Dan uh, and anyone else who's up in the Northeast or along the Eastern Seaboard, I don't know how far it was affecting folks, but no power. Obviously, that means no internet, no ability to join us tonight, but we miss everybody. Hope you're safe and warm, and I think you're staying with family. I don't know. Figure it out. Stay safe. Get back to normal stuff. Sorry that we've been kind of um, indirectly bragging about all the gaming we're doing the last I know, and all the Dune And all the Dune we're watching. I'm sorry. Yeah, all the Dune we're, we're watching. We're not <laughs> about it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, pal. But uh, anyway, hope you guys come back soon. we got a couple things to talk about this week. There's been a... Uh, I love when this happens, when there's a surprise game. And I don't mean surprise like we didn't know it was coming out. We've known for a few months about Guardians of the Galaxy. But surprise, and I think it's fair to say, all of our enjoyment of it. Not that not that you guys, I think you guys were more positive on it. Like, hey, this is going to be good, I think. But did you, maybe, we'll get, no, maybe, you expect, maybe you expected it to be excellent. I didn't. I expected I, it to be pretty fun. I thought it was, that me. I was like, I think this is going to be really solid. This game is more than solid. Yeah, so we'll, <laughs> yeah. We'll, get in, yeah. we'll get into that. That game, has, I love when this happens. I love when my expectations are just blown out of the water. It's fantastic. Absolutely. Um, talk a little Age of Empires 4, some House of Ashes, and uh, it is Halloween weekend, but by the time you're listening, it's probably into November. Um, maybe a little Metroid Dread, some stuff we're watching. Of course, Dune, the best movie ever made by any person ever. <laughs> we'll talk about that. All right, okay. Uh, <laughs> this is according to Sasan. We're just quoting... We're just quoting our buddy Sasan. That's all we're doing. Yeah. And then we'll cover some news and then we'll get out of here. But let's jump into it. I want to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy right out of the gate because to me that's the biggest thing. That's the thing I care about the most right now. Super pumped about it. And uh, we were just gushing about this in our chat. So let's just carry that over into here. I'm curious. Start with you, Kyle, because um, you you said that you know you were kind of the same boat as me, expecting it to be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where you, if your expectations were tempered by Avengers like mine were, because I saw Avengers and thought, this looks like it could be pretty fun. And the demo, or was there a demo or a beta? I feel like there was something beta. I got to try yeah, There was out. like a beta or something, yeah. And I was like, this is pretty fun. And then when I played it, I, that was the vibe I got the whole time through. This is pretty fun. Even though I've been a big critic of the mission structure in the second half of the game, I still thought that game overall was pretty fun it lands in that solid like okay. seven out of ten category women in seven the, the story i thought was still pretty good start to finish and yep. characters were interesting it's just that game really hit a rut of repetitive combat and missions and i was just trying to get through it by the end so i thought guardians will be the same way that's not been my experience what about you what, what do you think about this game so far yeah, I mean, I was pretty high on it. I, you know, I'm, I, I, I take the same philosophy I do in the movies. I look at the crew, like, hey, has this crew done good stuff before? Yeah. All right. Well, this is probably gonna be pretty good. Now that so failed with folks Avengers. Who don't know who, who is the who is the, uh, the Deus Ex team? So, um, you know, and this is a sci-fi game, so it's like, oh, this is like right in their wheelhouse. But again, like that doesn't always work because like the team for Avengers was really good too, which is the Tomb Raider team, if I'm not mistaken. So it's like. 
Um, doesn't always work, but like I, I think I was pretty high in this game. But yes, I, I, I never thought it was gonna be like a nine out of ten, if you will. You know, maybe yeah. maybe seven point five, maybe an eight. You know, like we're just like, wow, this is really fun. You know, every time I play this game, it sneaks up my top ten a little higher. Like, yeah. oh, I, I gotta put one, I gotta put it one more above. You know, it's 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 almost crazy how much I'm enjoying this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was really high on it, and again, I, I didn't think it would be this. Uh, amazing so um you know i'm on chapter 11 or so and i think the story's great i think the takes on the characters are really great um i think the graphics are ridiculous i think uh, yeah it's ridiculous how good this game looks which again i don't really know if i like gathered that from the trailers i don't know yeah. so uh the concepts of the worlds are really cool you know there's just a lot going on here and, and it's high stakes like comic book stuff going on like and it's not Definitely. just like ah you know we're just like doing a bank heist job in space like no it's like <laughs> i think the world is ending maybe the galaxy i don't know we have to mm. stop this or whatever it's 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 huge 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 stakes and i really like that and, and they do I a think... good job of working up to that because it's not yes. at the beginning it's definitely not huge no stakes. It's, it's very goofy at the beginning yeah more for funsies I think, yeah I, I and you see this in the uh, demos or whatever the hands-on time or whatever but it's the mission where you're like we have to sell a monster to some like crazy queen lady you know and like who's who are you gonna sell uh you know who's on your team or whatever uh who's who's a monster and it's like it's goofy but like things like spiral out of control very quickly <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, and it's all very connected in a really cool way and i think we were all talking in chat how like how just like confident it seems in terms of how they're using their characters uh the confidence levels of spider-man i would say i'm not trying to say this is as good as spider-man or miles morales or anything like that but i am saying the confidence is there um and it's yeah. a different type of game i think like we yeah. haven't really gotten a really cool linear experience since like maybe uncharted 4 or lost legacy you know like i don't i don't know how not a cool... not a fun one at least we've had like yeah like like last of us part two i'd argue kind of linear with open areas sure right? that may, but yeah. not a, that we could argue all day about whether or not that game's fun i certainly yeah. had fun playing it but this is it feels like even if there's some similarities, totally different genres. Like this is yes. the uncharted comparison is way more apt for this one. Yes. Jeff, were you the same way? Were you kind of thinking as long as it's better than Avengers, we're good? Or were you expecting with all the previews, like this is actually gonna be amazing? Did you already know it was gonna be amazing? No, no, I had no I had no idea it was gonna be this amazing. Uh, okay. I was right. just kind of riding the waves of optimism and positivity, kind of like Kyle was a little bit he was a little more than me, but you know, hearing more and more from hands-on previews of like, no, this, guys, this game's really fun. Yeah. I was like, cool, fun, fun. Yeah. Right. That's what I kept yeah. latching on to. That word like, kept on getting used, yeah. Yeah, so. I was like, cool, fun. I'm just going to expect fun and nothing more. Uh-huh. And uh, I love being wrong about that because it's fun and story. And my God, the writing of the dialogue is just aces for these characters. They really just... buried the lead in those trailers. Like, because there's yep. a lot of unfunny stuff in the trailers. And this game is super funny. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It yeah. It's made stuff. me laugh out loud several times, which not many games can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unless they're like a straight up, just psych psycho comedy, like it's like, like Psychonauts two, for example, just goofy with a few poignant moments, moments like I talked about before, but like mostly just kind of crazy off the wall. Or if it's truly meant to be like Borderlands, where sure there's some stakes in those games, but I don't know about you, I never felt super invested in the characters. It was more like this is a fun ride and. There's lots of jokey jokes, and I, was, I know some people don't like that stuff. This, to me, feels more like there's joking happening, but I care a lot about these characters. Like, yeah. I really do, and that's that's a really hard thing to achieve, so mm-hmm. I find myself... Especially when you're a lot of controlling one character most for the most part. I mean, you, you technically are. You're, it's a Star-Lord game. 
but they did a great job of selling the team to you. Absolutely, because yeah, you are playing a Star Lord, but like at no point am I ever like, this is Star Lord the video game. No, like I definitely feel like I'm part of a team because the game is like Mass Effect two or three, where like the game suddenly became more about like pausing that menu and like choosing moves for people mm-hmm. if that's the way you were playing. And this yeah, is making that, sure this you is talk what, to them in the ship, right? Yeah, absolutely. Stuff. There's a lot of Mass Effects parallel in this game where it's like, all right, we're done with that mission. Now we're back on the ship. Do you want to go talk to everybody? It's, yeah, I do because I love all these characters. Yeah. I got to make um, sure I go to every room and talk to everyone in there. Yeah. Oh, and else stand still. Oh, someone guys, started talking guys... like just ambiently in the ship. I got to. What was that? What are yeah, you there's saying? a lot yeah. of ambient conversation. I really yeah. respect that they went the extra mile with that stuff because it's, it's I get awesome. annoyed when I cut it off by accident a lot. Yeah. And I, I like try and go like, oh, I'm on to hear the rest of what Oh, said. I hated that. Yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of every time I do a huddle, I've never had a similar like huddle speech. I think yeah. like all the huddles are different and contextual to what you're doing as well. So I'm like, how I've, did I've they had one repeat? And I don't know if that's a glitch or just because I finally kind of hit the loop or now they're just all, on shuffle. Yeah. Like maybe I hit them yeah. all now they're just on shuffle. I don't know. But um, and I am also almost at the end of the game. So I'm fine with that. Done a, yeah. done a lot of huddles in yeah. my time. Yeah, and we'll talk about that in a little yeah, bit. I've only done the... three. I'm I'm at the beginning of chapter eleven. I've done three. So okay, okay. I'm on easy um, though, so I'm not really having to use it a whole lot. Use your yeah. huddles as much as you can, man. They're fun. They're silly. Um, the uh, the thing I also love is closing the fridge every time I walk by it. The fridge door. Um, so I've been doing that, and I hit a point. It's that it's that way at his house too, in the garage. Yeah, or in the basement. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I hit a point in the story where they actually talk about it when you close it. There's like a a group meeting happening in there. And if you close it right after they're done talking, then there's like a little chat about it. And I won't say what they, it's just really funny. Like they include these yeah. little moments that they don't have to include no. these little arguments, these little side conversations, these moments that they don't have to have in there, but they do. And they're really, really well done. And I understand some folks can get tired of the banter, you know, especially the grumpy grumps that are out there um, that nothing's good enough for them and nothing's funny enough. But I find the banter not only to be funny, which it is, but it's also, it's so well acted. I'm not, like, I haven't once paused to be like, hey, I wonder who the voice actor is. I'm just so drawn into these characters. Yeah. I'm not hearing, like, Troy Baker or Ashley yeah. Berger. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not Which hearing. Which is not them for once. So. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's refreshing. It's very refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> but they, whoever this cast is, and I probably will dig into it at some point. It's fine if you do. But I I am just enjoying these characters. Because yeah. I mentioned this in our chat, too. I I was not this connected to all of the Guardians of the Galaxy's characters from the movies as I am now in the game. I was connected to some of them. They did a good job. I think James Gunn did an amazing job in both movies of bringing out some really good things about the characters. But characters like Drax in the game is shining way brighter than he ever did in the movies. And I still think he was fun in the movies. I, I didn't think he was bad. But in the game, and Kyle, you're almost to that part, and... Jeff, I'm not sure how far you are into it, but there's there's some missions later where Drax really comes to the forefront. I mean, they all kind of get a chance to shine. Earlier on, it's Rocket, and then you know, there's they all get a chance to shine in the conversations and in the main storylines. And dude, it's good stuff. Like yeah. the guy who's doing Drax's voice. One of you mentioned that whoever does the voice of Groot needs to give Vin Diesel some training on how yes. he can actually yeah. deliver these lines effectively. The yeah. I am Groot lines. Because those yeah. are really good too. Because so. it sounds it almost voice it, it, actor that played. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was the sometimes when he says I am Groot, it sounds like what he's actually trying to say. Yeah. Which is crazy to yeah. think of. 
Because they're just three words, and, and you're like, that makes no sense that you can contextualize those three words in, in a certain way. But there's a part where Star-Lord, it's very early in the game, where Star-Lord enters a room with everybody, and it's empty, and uh, I think it's like the Nova, whatever. And it's it's like an empty room, and, and Star-Lord's just like, hello, and uh, Groot goes, I am Groot, and you're like, yeah. all right, yeah, I know exactly yeah. what he's saying. It's so funny. Uh, it had an anybody sorry. home vibe to it. You yes, know? yeah. yeah. Who, who, who the voice actor who did what? Oh, I was going to say that the, the voice actor who did Drax, I think, is the same voice actor who is Drax in the Telltale game. So oh. this guy's making like a career out of being Drax, like mm. voice acting. <laughs> I would not have recognized that because, you know, I played that like once or whatever. I think I played it. The was, first it was episode. good. It was entertaining. It was very, very yeah. good. I didn't play all the way through, but I actually really liked the first episode and I have no idea why I didn't keep on playing. Dang, it's I think you fight good. Thanos in that first episode. You know? <laughs> Like, I think so you I, do. I, I think there's like a part where it's there. like I don't know why. I oh, we're here game. now. Yeah, that's there's... a lot. Yeah, the uh, speaking of Drax, there are plenty of collectibles. Well, I shouldn't say plenty, but there's outfits to collect, and you can you can miss them very easily if you're not oh, one man. to. Yeah. I have a problem. I cannot leave an area as soon as I'm given control without scanning and looking, and I'm I'm always trying to find the extra stuff. I'm sure I've missed stuff still, even though I've done that. Um, but I have a problem. I recognize it, and I'm trying to get help. I just um, got the uh, upgrade where you can kind of more highlight the collectibles in your area. It's very helpful to do yeah, that. Yeah, very helpful. But at the same time, there was one in the caves where it's completely dark and yeah. there's a character that's lighting the way for you. Uh-huh. And there's there's one collectible that's like way on a ledge. And I'm like, there's literally no way to get up there. <laughs> this is this game is bullcrap. I'm, I'm on a refund. Yeah. Let it go. I can't, yeah, so there's, I can't let you, it go. When you get to those outfits, I actually never really did anything with them. I was like, I'll look at these later. Like I just, as I collected them, I saw saw the little kind of thumbnail of them and thought, oh, that one looks cool. And then I didn't think, I'm not one to usually want to apply crazy outfits during a game. I don't know why. It kind of breaks immersion for me personally. Same here. I'm I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm just like, leave the outfits on that the designers had and just kind of let them look how they're supposed to, quote unquote, supposed to look for this game. I know that's probably kind of silly, but. No, it's not because I'm I'm totally the same way. Like maybe on a second playthrough, I'll play through with one of the goofier outfits or something, but. Some of them look really cool. I'm sure they're in the comics, but there's like these apocalypse ones, and there's ones that I had never Groot's seen. Groot's for the apocalypse one looks absolutely insane. It's, so it's like cool. almost distracting. <laughs> yeah, very, very. Like, cool. right, I'm changing you back, Groot. You're a little. But I, I went and I was looking through the ones I collected so far, and the one for Drax. I was happening to read some, some of the descriptions, like skim some of the, the descriptions of them, and Drax is kind of the one. I don't know if they all do this for their outfits, but he's the one who clearly is writing it from his perspective about his costumes. Oh. And so, like, yeah, I gotta the, read these now. For the one from the movie, he actually talks. He refers to it as the Earth's film version of us. Like, he talks about it as if the Marvel movies are happening on Earth within this game That's universe. That's funny. I love I, it. It's, a, it's just kind of this little meta moment. It kind of hit yeah. me. I was like, the way they wrote that is they're acknowledging that Marvel movies exist back on Earth where Peter's from. And I don't know something about that. I just loved. I just loved. That is that. so wild. I gotta so, read those, man. Yeah, I don't know if they're all written that way, but his definitely were. He had another one that talks about going to the fighting pits and stuff like that. Yeah, the brawler outfit. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. I think I have him wearing that right now. Or that Peter made fun of him because one of them, the scars looked cooler than his do, but he's not sure he agrees. It's like things like that. Like there's little comments in there. So I, I thought that was cool. Again, this game is just spilling over with personality. And I was again, I wasn't expecting it. It's probably because the game was announced and released so quickly. And we've talked about this a lot. Even since you guys have joined the show, we've talked a lot about how, why can't more games do this where they just keep their heads down, keep working on it, and then announce it when it's almost ready and then release it. And then when they finally do that, 
I'm very guilty of this. My expectations are low. I'm like, oh, well, they didn't have enough time to really make this that good. Yeah. Like, yeah. This isn't going to be that good. But if you think back to when, was it Mankind Divided was the last Deus Ex game, mm-hmm. right? 2015? Well, these guys did the the last Tomb Raider as well. So they See, did Mankind Shadow Divided. Shadow the Tomb Raider? Was that, was that one Shadow? Someone should look it up. should look it up. Yeah. But... I was not expecting this to be that great, and it is, and it's got so yeah. much attention to detail uh, in there. And there's even a scene that we t- we chatted about that Kyle completely missed because it's optional. So they even yeah. added in some optional scenes. So when you play it through again, God, that scene is hilarious too. Oh my it's God, so dang funny. it! <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, you're um, right. Shadow. I was confusing that with the second one that they did, uh, that uh, Crystal Dynamics did. Well, and what was it's crazy right. is is like that you've heard, um, I've heard of, uh, hey, uh, someone from Square Enix is working on a Guardians of the Galaxy game for the last two or three years, but it was such an outlandish, dumb rumor that no one paid it any attention. <laughs> yeah, you always just go, okay. So sure, like. Okay. At, when it actually yeah. happened, like when it was announced, I didn't yeah. even go, oh my God, this was rumored. Like, cause yeah. I had put that so far out of my head that this is, yeah. this has been a rumor going on for the last few years. Cause it, it is outlandish, like a Guardians of the Galaxy game. Come on guys. Yeah. And here we are. It's kind of silly. And this is yeah. like one of the best superhero games yeah. ever. Like, I mean, we're talking about people who like really feel confident about their IPs that they're taking. It's the Arkham series. It's Spider-Man. It's this game. Like that's. And I would say if you've missed Eidos Montreal games in the past, they're still worth revisiting. I still think yes. the last two Deus Ex games are some of the most underappreciated games of Same. the past generation or so. They're so good. They're so, Mankind they're Divided was just horribly underrated and underappreciated. It's such a yeah. good game. I recall um, Kyle and I were podcasting that year. We did a top 10 list, and I think it was in your 10 somewhere. And you were like, people just aren't talking about this game enough. It's not fair. Like, and yeah, I think it, it, it didn't it crush the DLC plans or something, too? Like, they it, did it, one. Yeah. They did one, right? One big Yeah, DLC. there was going to be they more had because there was a lot of loose ends at the end of that game. And, like, they did one, and then it didn't it sell like well. The they're like, something we're, about they, being in prison or something like that. They even like, said that yeah. this game is like, it's on indefinite hiatus. You know, like, the, yep. this series is on indefinite. It just didn't sell well. And I'm just like, how soul crushing is that? Like, yeah. it, so no. that's sad, but the fact that that meant they could all shift over to work on this game is a good thing yeah. because yeah. Yeah. they've delivered. So if you're listening and you're not too familiar with what this game is, it is. To me, it's one of the most cinematic games I've played probably since I played Jedi Fallen Order. There's been other cinematic games, but this one just hits that same vibe to me personally as I'm playing it. It reminds me a lot of my experience with Jedi Fallen Order where it's they take me right into that Star Wars universe uh, back with Jedi Fallen Order. And I feel like I am I am that character interacting with real characters in that universe. It all just feels right. And I just think they nail that same vibe with this one. But then it also has some of that charm and banter that I think Jedi Fallen Order was pretty serious. It had some banter, some fun moments, but... Yeah, with, like, the guy who... The captain of the ship, whatever. The pilot of the ship. Yes. The shorter yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It had some funny, you know, fun moments. Some comic relief here yeah. and there. But it didn't need to be I call fun. him Alien was... Danny DeVito. <laughs> That's exactly what he was. He even had, like, the scruff. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but then, if you combine Jedi Fallen Order, some of the cinematic moments, kind of that same level design, too. Sorry, Dan and Derek, who think that level design should be more like other games. Um, but where it's pretty linear and there so are optional side paths that are totally missable that yep. I think are worth pursuing because you're going to unlock some stuff. You're going to find some mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and then it also includes, I think, the charm and banter of an Uncharted game. Like I would put it up there with Uncharted games in terms of its success and making you care about characters just by seamlessly integrating conversation throughout like there's never a time where you're going to want the sound off because you've got to hear what's being said all the time it's just 
it's really, really good. I so would I, even I say that, that this is probably harder to write than an Uncharted game would be because the language has to be a very specific in-universe way of speaking. That's even true. when you're an alien or something and you got to... Peter Quill has a translator for some aliens that you go talk to, especially on Nowhere. Yeah. Um, it, it's just like... I got to commend them even more for the writing, though, because it just felt like very much in tune with the Guardians that we know, whether you know them from the movies or whether you know them from the comics. It's like a blend of both. It's yeah. I it's insane to me how good the writing is not to undersell how fun the actual fighting is, because yeah. that is a ton of fun. Yeah, the combat reminds me and tell me if you guys think I'm crazy. I think I feel like it's a mix it's somewhere between kingdom hearts and final fantasy 15 those are the two that came to mind fantasy yeah kingdom hearts is much simpler and more repetitive so don't get me wrong if you thought that combat was super repetitive it it kind of is and and it is what it is but for the most part you're controlling one character and you have some hot keys to trigger specials Mm -hmm. and combos from other characters that build up over time so i feel like it's got some kingdom hearts similarities and some final fantasy 15 similarities and that you're actually sort of indirectly controlling your your teammates, not just for combos, but also for them to deliver their special moves. Yeah. Um, but it's not quite as complex as Final Fantasy 15. Like that one got a little bit even difficult uh, with how, with complexity that was added in that game. So I feel like it's somewhere in the range there. Do you guys? I would have that? never made this connection, but I think that's a perfect. Yeah. I think that's a perfect comparison. I think that's I, very I've only very, very interesting and, and perfect connection. I've only played 15 and 7 remake, but that was enough for me to feel the same vibes. Which, yeah. I mean, it's a Square game. I know they published it. They didn't develop it, but still. So it's like kind of like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't connect that <laughs> Well, the either, big so shift yeah, from both cute. from all three of those examples, whether it's 7 Remake or the other yeah. two I mentioned, they're, of course, all Square games, which is interesting. But this is also a Square that game. That is interesting, so, yeah. Um, so they must really like this combat style. But also, this you're, you're only controlling one character. You cannot switch to anybody else like you can mm-hmm. in, in Remake. Um, but also, you're just ranged. All those other games, you are melee. You're kind of leading the way with your melee attacks, and you could do some ranged things with some magic and whatnot. But you're always yeah. melee. And in this one, you do have melee attacks, and but they are super useful. Actually, the melee feels really good in this. Sometimes I prefer beating the heck out of people. But there's also times <laughs> when it's great to use your hover ability, which is the first ability for Peter that you unlock. Yeah. You can hover with your jet boots for a set amount of time and kind of just kite around. I just kind of do a big circle and just start unloading all the attacks or like giving directions to other characters. That feels really good. Like even later in the yeah. game when you've got big swarms of super tough enemies, that actually kind of helps me see where everything is. And I, okay, I'm going to take out their their healer or you know support type enemy first and so that Mm -hmm. i kind of like it adds a little bit of strategy to it but also it's fun to just quickly hold the left shoulder button or l1 i'm playing on ps5 l1 and just start unleashing their attacks just one after the other it's just satisfying yeah grab them with groot grenade them with uh rocket uh you know stab them with drax and then finish Mm -hmm. it off with gamora it's it's like uh i don't know it just feels so good watching everybody just jump in and it does and Mm -hmm. just maim somebody really good I like that they have some systems, like the stagger bar. They have some systems in there that you can try to strategize, but also if you kind of... Just and they have an elemental gun, uh, right next to their health right. bar, too, where you'd be like, hey, they're weakened by this. You, right. you, can, yeah, you can do a combat scan later, so you can like um, get yeah. more information about their weaknesses and stuff like that. It's, right. um, like, it's more in-depth than I thought it would be, to be honest. So. Yeah, Peter has these elemental attacks that he can adjust his guns to use those uh those elements i just got the last one that's the spot i am in the game oh okay i just um, got the third because i'm past i'm right past the cave which okay there's a big there's a big reveal like kind of 
Oh man, yes. that cave <laughs> reveal is great. That's all I'm gonna that say. That cave reveal is like, oh man, yeah, that's that's you. I saw. I saw. Let me just, I'm not gonna spoil right it, there. but I saw a thing and I go, I know what's going on. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no. As soon as I saw something, I wanted to message you guys so bad about that. Especially Kyle, knowing how much you know about the comic stuff, Jeff. I don't know if you were, you were a comic book reader. Jeff, I don't want to assume that you weren't. I don't know if you talked. I know about, about a lot of the characters that I just okay. saw in chapter ten. Oh, and now. may I just uh, say, uh, my comic book knowledge is literally just Wikipedia. Like, I don't oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, I, fair I, enough. I just whenever I hear about a new thing coming out, I go, oh, I'm in a rabbit hole on this. But there's um, a there's a couple of reveals, that one and. Well, there's just some stuff that they, the characters yeah. that show up and some things that they do there's, that are just Yeah, like, there's some familiar Guardians characters too, or character singular, whatever, that shows up from yeah. the past couple of movies. Really, really good. Avengers and they and tie in some Marvel and, stuff, which is great in yeah. some small ways, usually like little Easter egg type ways, but really good. I don't, I, think love, there's a, I don't think there's a wasted, made-up word in this entire game. I think everything no. is something from... No, Marvel I was going to say, I love reading the, the... There's like a codex or something you can yep. read um, uh, at one of the Novacore places. And every name that you read, you end up encountering like almost oh, all the those people. the criminal files, right? Unless they're dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Files, yeah. Mm-hmm. Every every one of those people you end up encountering later. Like, and mm-hmm. it's just, I was like, that's that's crazy attention to detail to be like. I thought that was really cool too because yeah, you started reading some of the like police profiles or whatever. Yeah. And, and then they maybe start showing up or maybe not. I don't know. It's great. Maybe though. not. Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> maybe some of them are dead. Know. How can they show up if they're dead? How can they show up if they're dead? Who knows? Probably a flashback. Um, but the uh, the other character that's jumping out to me, and it's a side character, and. Slight spoilers. If you want to skip ahead, you don't want to hear anything else about this game. You've heard we all like it. You can skip ahead yeah. a little bit. So fair warning. But this is very slight spoilers. Just about a very commonly known character in Guardians of the Galaxy this is a movies. Tatum size spoiler. This is Channing Tatum size. Yes, I agree it's with really that. Really deep cut. Okay. That is a deep cut. <laughs> uh, so that that'd be Mantis, who I liked her portrayal in the movies. I did. I thought she was charming and yeah, had some adorable. funny lines. And especially, you know, even in uh, Infinity War, especially she had a very important role to play. So, like, some interesting moments with her in the movies, but I never really, I didn't know much more about her other than she had, like, these big eyes and talked kind of funny and then could kind of, like, affect the way you feel. Like, I didn't really know much about her. I didn't have much investment in her character. So, like, something happens to her in the movies. I was like, oh, it's a bummer. (laughs) But, like, you know what I mean? I don't know if that sounds bad, but I just didn't care about her too much. Yeah. Games like this, when it's when, or I shouldn't say games, stories like this can take a character that maybe before you had kind of written off as interesting side character, but who cares? Now I'm just, a, I'm a fan. Like I like what yeah. they've done yeah, with their character in this. I really enjoyed what they did uh, with her. She's not like m- much like most MCU characters, not power neutered. You know, she's Correct. like the full spectrum of her powers, like in yeah. this game, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, and yeah, very funny. That's true. Too. Yeah. The actress, the, the writing, like Jeff was saying, the writing for her character was perfect. She gets and a major way... moment and a, and a thing that we all just went through that was yep. yeah, very cool. Yeah, I can the bet. Was great. Uh, I and can her bet delivery... money the the writers were like, "Oh, I love writing this character. Please let me, please let yeah. me write this character because she says the dumbest nicknames that are so freaking funny. The nicknames yeah. are great. Star and guy, getting, I getting like names that one. Wrong a lot. She called him Stir Fry once. So you pick up yeah, on that. Star yes. Fry. <laughs> Stir Fry. And then uh, the, you know, getting names furry, wrong sometimes. What does she call? Rocket little fuzzy. Furry, little fuzzy. Yeah. Little fuzzy. Yeah. Oh my god. So so, funny. so it's just really good. So um, yeah, I do think the combat was good. I love the huddle feature. So what happens there is that's like most of these kind of games, you'll have an ability to kind of. Okay, let's superpower everyone. Let's heal anyone who's down. Let's recharge all of our special abilities. So the huddle, it, he actually holds his little Walkman up in the air and calls everyone in. They all actually huddle up. 
and they're playing this kind of like hype music in the background. Mm-hmm. It kind of sounds, is that the opening of The Greatest Show? Is that the same song from opening a Greatest Show? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> okay, uh, so. <laughs> I you would, you would know, you would know about that. Say that for movie. Jeff, because he loves it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, and, they, and then basically they say some stuff and then the big words that you need to focus on highlight in the background and then you have two choices to respond. One choice only powers you up because you didn't quite hear what they were saying and respond appropriately. <laughs> That's happened to me once and it was really funny. It happened to me like, once too. And you, know what, funny. you know what's funny? Okay. I, I get it wrong every time. I've gotten it right <laughs> once or twice. So like, talk about a guy who can't read the room at all. That's me. <laughs> so you know? hilarious. That is amazing. Like, Gamora one time said, well, le- thank God you're not a life coach. It, when yeah. she <laughs> no, I, no, the amount <laughs> I of like how pissed off everybody is that I've yeah. heard in this game. And there are a lot of them because I fail this every every time yeah. and one of them will say something different it's like this is why we don't come to you quill i think like one time like rocket said like it's just like there are some like real big downers in this yeah. one uh yeah because there, it was up. there was one at least one huddle that i can think of uh where i messed it up and it was because the words that were floating weren't in the options right yeah so i, I was i struggled to find the opposite of the words and i was like I, I guess it's the right one and it was not the right one yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a few like that that there's no real strong clues. You just kind of have to guess. And, yeah. and but I'm fine with it because you're still, you know, Peter's still powered up for that moment. And it's yeah, fine. I'm still you shielded know. like crazy for it. And yeah, it'll double be fine. damage um, or whatever. Yeah, but it's also done in such a charming way. It's hard to get mad at it when that kind of stuff. Exactly. Happens. I'm I'm fighting people to new kids on the block, which is like <laughs> yeah. I love. It's such a dream for me for three year old Jeff. For four year old Jeff. I'm blowing up a giant like Cthulhu space monster or whatever, uh, while I don't know, like uh, everybody Wang Chung tonight plays. Like it's 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 literally my favorite thing ever in this game. Like you're just like I'm doing this cool action moment and some cool eighties song that everybody there's not one song on this list that I don't know. You know what I mean? Like and I imagine that's the case for a lot of people if you're over the age of I don't know, thirty, but So what do you think about that flashback setting where you truly have control? of an actual cassette tape and can listen through and read the lyrics for that whole album. Did you fast forward and listen to any of that? Like, I listened to, like, three songs just to see. I, I, I listened to it uh, quite a bit of songs, yeah, and I loved being able... I, when, I, when I realized you could flip it over and read the lyrics along the side, I was just like, this is literally what I used to do as a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's what I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you've got the cassette tape fold out and you can look yeah. at the words, you can zoom in and look at the lyrics... And then you can actually, and of course you can't hit next. It's not a CD player, guys. Oh, you have this to fast is, forward. You have to hit fast forward and just kind of guess and hit play. And then it might be in the middle of the next song. Who knows? That's the yeah. beauty of it. Oh, um, but I like that. And of course, he's as the flashback kiddo, he's rocking the mullet. And, uh, yeah, man, what an ugly, ugly kid. kid. Yeah, super uh, ugly kid. Ugly kid. Sorry, Whatever he happened to his kid. eye, uh, he deserved it. That's what I got to say. Yeah. Can I say, was... That was uh, consistent, though. I thought his hair as a kid was bad. And I think his hair as an adult is also bad. I don't like this. Hey, hey, at least, at least uh, gets the calls due, Yeah, someone gets the. Yeah, it gets its due right, like uh, made fun of in this it game. Does. Say, so. <laughs> As it should. Um, but again, it's not. It's one of those things where it's kind of adds yet again another layer of he likes his hair like this. Like I don't know. It's a little bit out there. He it's does it's what basically he likes like a grown-up yeah. mullet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, the final attacks for each character are super satisfying, and I also like that. Because you can upgrade. There's some slight upgrades. I'm talking super light RPG elements, if you want to call them that. You're really just unlocking perks at a table where Rocket can help you upgrade some things and give you some new moves or increase your shields. Or you can unlock things with ability points that I think are pretty easy to come by. And um, they, they start they start racking up pretty quickly. Um, but then there's a final move for everybody that's story-related. So you have to get to certain story moments with each character to get their final attack. 
And those are super satisfying. They also come after pretty emotional moments for each of them. Happened for Peter. The only, I only, I'm missing one still, but each one that's unlocked has been after, I think, a pretty special slash cool poignant moment where it's like, whoa, they just went through something and then it'll just come up and say they have this, their final attack is ready and then then you just destroy everything. So yeah, um, final attacks are cool. I like those. And they don't charge up nearly as fast as the others. I don't know. I don't see any kind of counter or bar that's filling up. It's just once you use it and then you bring up their special attack again, that one's grayed out for a little while for longer a okay. than the other ones. Because it's super powered. It's crazy. Um, so anyway, uh, I do think that some of the character moments are surprisingly touching. There's some items you can find if you're like me and don't like to leave an area without scanning and finding everything. You'll find random items and it'll tell you a new conversation option is unlocked back on the ship. And yeah, then I had one with Groot that was like, I was like, oh, I didn't know any of this about the, about Groot. The movies don't explore any of this. They just go, mm-hmm. he's the last of his kind. Don't worry about it. And the game, once I found his collectible and I was able to talk to him about his past and like where he came from, man, yeah. I was like, woof. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same with it's the same with all of them. They all have these moments because mm-hmm. there are times in this game where the character more than anybody else that I find is easiest to dislike is Rocket. And that's his personality. He's dislikable. Like that's one of his character traits is to be antagonistic and dislikable. And yet they wrote him in a way that even though he's kind of a roller coaster with you throughout the game, like kind of I love that little dude. Like he's. Yeah. He's frustrating and he gets really mad and he's super selfish. But at the same time, like you kind of see they do a good job of writing an arc for his character that grows. And it's it's really, absolutely really, good, really well done. The um, stuff that he mentions with Lila is in the Telltale game, by the way. I do remember that at least in the that? Telltale game. Okay. Okay. I don't remember if it got two seasons or just one, but it was it was good what I did play just it. one. But yeah, that's one probably I probably delisted would like to go back. Yeah, I know you can't probably even download it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Last thing I'll say real quick about the story, and then if you guys have any other thoughts before we move on from it. Um, I do think, uh, Kyle, you mentioned that the stakes are super high, like they usually are in all these movies and shows and games. They have to have high stakes. Um, but I think the stakes are high in a super unique way. It's not the same way that they normally are. Kind of like in the same way that uh, the stakes with Thanos and the Infinity War and Endgame movies were just a little more unique the way that they set it up. Here's what they're trying to do. Here's their reasoning behind it. And yep. then, and I feel like similarly here the the reasoning behind what the evil in this game that's all i'll call it the evil in this game the reason it's trying to do what it's trying to do is unique and then the the pathway to get there is also like whoa this is this is really creative i would tell people uh it's not really a spoiler but it's just a heads up you don't really understand the full scope of what's happening until like chapter eight or nine totally like that's when you're like oh this is the threat okay got it Whew, mm-hmm. we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's cool like the way that it, that it kind of, it's like a mystery until then. You're like, there, there's an air of something being wrong and you don't yeah, know what it is yeah. yet. Yeah, and I love the off. way that it unfolded. Yeah. Yeah, something's definitely off. I also do like that um, the environments that you go to are very different. You kind of go from modern yep. spaceship to jungle type places. One place is so red, the opening spot, it's very red and kind of pink, that weird gum looking material that's everywhere and yeah and then i'm on well i won't say where it is but every environment is very different and and i like that and it's also not a game that um is super short which is fantastic i expected this to be i heard linear i heard it's not super long but right now i'm i'm loving it i don't want it to end but i'm almost at the end and i think i've sunk a good 12 13 hours into it and i think i probably have another two three hours left so that's a solid 
in my opinion, the solid uh, yeah. linear yeah. game, you know? I love games that long, to be honest. Man, well, if, if only they long, made... Please. If they made Avengers like this and made the story that long to begin with, even just a 15-hour Avengers game, yeah. I would have been like, man, can you believe that story instead of all the... Yeah. Freaking stupid oh, side no, you mission. Have to, you have to grind doing aim missions before you continue your story. <laughs> oh, <God>. What? <laughs> Go to the harm room. No, I don't want to do uh, any yeah. of that. I don't well, no. do that. I've been playing the game. I don't need to train. <laughs> why do you why are you doing <laughs> the game is training. This, game? this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Practice. Um, so yeah, I, I am with you. I, I I do think they've totally delivered on this thing. I'm excited to see yeah. how it wraps up. I would be shocked if something happened that all of a sudden made me change my opinion on this thing. This game is totally in the conversation for game of the year here in a couple months. I'm very excited. So wild to think about that. Yeah, I know. Same. It's so yeah. wild. I did not, even with the first reveal, and I was like defending the game as, this is going to be fun, guys. Calm down. Yeah, same. I did not expect this is going to be game of the year material. Never in a million years. Ever. Not Dude, in I a had, million I had, years. I had written it off as like, this might be honorable mention, and could be yeah. a fun play over Thanksgiving when I finally get around to it. But finally gave in, and I'm so glad that I did. Dude, this is totally worth 60 bucks. if you're wondering. Yeah. This yes. is 100% worth it. And get it on, if you got a PS5 or Series X, get it there. Because um, so it looks beautiful. it looks really good. The environments, the lighting. It really does. It looks fantastic. So, all right, From let's move on. Put it on quality mode if your TV can handle it. Because performance mode, I was like, oh, that's not good at all. Let's move that back and over. It looks... <laughs> really nice yeah um all right so and i'm sure we'll talk more about this game too especially as we wrap it up I, this might be the kind of game that deserves a spoiler conversation so maybe we'll dedicate closing of next week or the week after if we've all finished it whoever's finished it can just i, I kind of want to dive into the whole story because there's Same. a lot yeah I, w- I would love to there's like, a lot there's a lot of moving parts even like oh, man the movies don't even hold a candle to how much crap is going on in this game Yep. Like, there's so much stuff going on and new characters and stuff. Yep. Just make sure you close that fridge, guys. All right. <laughs> yes. So, um, Age of Empires 4 also came out this week. Didn't get nearly as much time with this as I would have if it weren't for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, but I did get to play it a little bit. Um, not sure how many hours. Not a ton. I'm on the third mission, still considered tutorial mission. The Norman um, campaign is considered tutorial so um but listen this is if you like age of empires games that's what this is it's a better prettier more streamlined version of those games there's they do a really good job of making everything very easy you can quickly build stuff quickly assign what you want villagers to do and i want to upgrade these units and i want to build my landmark to upgrade to the next age it's all there it's just it's just streamlined and it's super fun. Like it can, it's it's what I want an RTS to be. A lot of times RTSs get super overwhelming and complex really fast, and you've got tons of resources to balance. This might get there. I'm not, but from what I've read, it doesn't. It keeps it pretty simple and allows you just to enjoy the mechanics they have. And mm-hmm. um, there's some of the cool things that they do about it uh, with it that I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, after you complete missions, this is I've completed three now. Um, they have a couple of kind of behind the scenes or bonus, I shouldn't say behind the scenes, bonus content pieces they want to show you. So I clicked on it out of curiosity and I thought it was just like the mission intro and you could rewatch it, but it's not. It's actually like these mini, I don't want to oversell it, but they're documentary style or like little like five minute videos of actual footage there in England or wherever you are. Or, or they'll show people 
um, that apparently there was some kind of experiment to try to build a castle, a for real castle, out of only the materials and, and uh, stuff they would have had back then. Um, so they show actual videos of this stuff. So it's not you're not watching a video game version of it. It's like, hey, if you're interested in history, go watch this. Oh, you're interested in the the uh, um, uh, history of the crossbow. We put together a little video for you for that for some reason. So it's just it's one of those games where you play it and then you can watch and or read these little extra things. That's not for everybody. I understand I that. I love that. I think that's super I think cool. I think it was a really smart choice to let people know, like, we did our due diligence. We know our stuff. And, hey, we want to teach you a little bit, too. I think it's awesome. Yeah. The opposite of Rustler. <laughs> <laughs> Rustler is like, the, that's the GTA. you know all the history? Yeah, we're not going to do any of that. That's the GTA one. Uh, yeah, kind yeah of the GTA game. GTA on a horse, yeah. This tutorial does a good job of explaining things. It doesn't overwhelm you. So I think if you, and they do have a lot of difficulty settings. So if you're like, dude, I rock at these games. I don't need any help. You can jump right into the tough stuff, set the difficulty high, go for it. But they also have, I think, some pretty welcoming uh, difficulty levels and um, doesn't really seem to punish you for it. It's like, hey, do you want to just play relaxed mode or do you want to play easy where the enemy might attack you one army at a time? Or do you want to play more complex where now they can attack at multiple points and they'll keep testing your defenses? Like you get to kind of set, you know, how difficult you want it to be and you can customize all kinds of different, how aggressive they are or all that kind of stuff, um, which is cool. So, and the combat, I'll just mention this real quick. The, the strategic combat is kind of a rock, paper, scissors approach. So if you've got spearmen, they can take out their horses. Uh, your horses will take out their archers. Archers are good against foot soldiers and so on and so forth. So a little bit of that, I'm sure it gets more complex because I've already upgraded everyone a little bit. So I'm assuming, you know, some of the weaknesses maybe become less weaknesses as you upgrade them. I, I don't know. But um, it seems to be pretty clear that they want certain units to be like they want you to kind of send them in, in waves. So I did my first like true siege of this kind of town or fort. And so you breach the first wall and they sent a bunch of archers. So I pulled back my, my uh, spearmen right at the front. I actually pulled them back and sent my cavalry in because they just took out the archers really easily. So they kind of allow you to, to do some fun stuff with the strategy. It makes you feel smart when you do it. So I like it. Um, there you go. It, and in the end, it really is whose army's bigger. It comes down to that. So <laughs> size matters, I guess. It's, it really is just about, let me just Always see has. if I can, how can I select this entire screen? I've got all these guys that I've just, quickly created mm -hmm. and they've just built up this huge army in the middle of town let me just click and drag and select all of them and then just send them all towards the enemy you can always do that too so cool it is what it is it's that's exactly what i mean no one expected anything different and they delivered on that yeah exactly. it's the far cry thing where it's like oh, it's more you know it's more of that i think if you change that game too much though yeah it just it doesn't become yeah what do you no want age of empires anymore right well yeah, right remember when warcraft jumped from rts to whatever they're doing now like that's yeah. just like what the heck yeah I what mean, are they doing a total genre uh game. i do think but they did change the name of the game though so if they put a three on it you'd be like uh what but they, i do well, i guess they did call it three at first they'll, they'll make a warcraft four i think eventually i think they will too yeah um some kind of rts down there because they did starcraft two eventually right so i think they'll yeah, work the right. remake or like re-release or i think they did um one recently for Warcraft. they did a, they eventually did that right yeah um so anyway there's there's that but i do want to hear about house of ashes i mean for us at least as we're recording this halloween is coming up just in a couple of days so perfect time to play a game like this Ooh, i would assume yep <laughs> so tell me about That's house great. of ashes 
so this is a Dark Pictures anthology game, and the first two games, I guess Supermassive is saying Until Dawn is the start of the that anthology, but whatever. That game's in a totally different league. Um, but the first two games, Man of Medan, was... It was it was good. It was good. Like, I I enjoyed it, but the controls were a little frustrating. Uh, little Hope felt very unsure of itself, and the ending is just like a middle finger, basically. Um, yeah. It's like you know all the stuff you did. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, who cares? None of that really matters. Yeah. Um, but this one, it, I, I think there's value, or at least it adds value to my uh, me playing the game when when the writers commit to the concept and the story much like they do in the Guardians game. Like, they're they're not, like, it felt like they were kind of second-guessing themselves in Little Hope. Or there's some moments in Man of Medan where characters appear and then disappear for no reason, and there's no explanation for that later on or anything. And you're like, what the hell? What did they just, the writers basically just said, well, the characters are basically like pitch meeting. Well, the characters are not there anymore because with the movie doesn't need them to be, or whatever. Like, kind of yeah, like you would say in pitch meeting. Yeah. Um, it felt like that, but like with House of Ashes, uh, there's something I don't know. There's something about the concept of it that they just really committed hard to, um, because each game has its own like gimmick, horror gimmick. Um, this one definitely has a gimmick, and I'm afraid to reveal it. Kind of like Midnight Mass, where if you tell people what the horror concept is, you're kind of like, yeah. kind of ruin the like experience a little fun. bit. Yeah. 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 Maybe the, they're in the trailer. I don't. I don't know. I don't think they are. But there's definitely monsters in this. I'll just say that. And they figure out, like, maybe in the third act, they name them. You know, they say, okay. oh, here's what they are. Um, but, yeah, so this game, uh, it takes place in 2003 or whatever. It's, like, right when we're invading Iraq. We, the U.S., are invading Iraq and uh, still on the hunt for uh, weapons of mass destructions that totally existed. Um, <laughs> we found them, didn't we? We found them, guys. Oh, so this is uh, Green Zone, the movie. Green zone. Yeah, yeah, Matt Matt Damon comes out. Yeah. Got it. And he's like, cool. it's always matters. It always matters. Why we go to war? <laughs> that's the one scene I remember from that movie, and I was like, damn, that's a good scene. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so you start with a but. There's one guy who's like a marine, and he's like a hoorah marine, where he like kind of talks like this, like good old boy. And you're like, oh, this guy's gonna be a trip. He he, and he goes on a journey in this game. Uh, he is definitely the best written character of it. And there are two lead characters where, like, there's, like, a woman who's in charge and then her husband who comes in and he's, like, now I'm in charge of this operation or whatever. So they're kind of buttonheads and they're married, but they're, like, kind of distant. They were physically distant and emotionally been distant from each other for, like, a year. Um, estranged, you might say. They're estranged. And estranged lovers. the woman is sleeping with <laughs> one of the soldiers or whatever. But so she's having an affair with somebody. That whole love triangle, I was not there for that. Like there was, <laughs> there yeah. was too much other interesting stuff happening. That um, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just like there's much more interesting stuff happening with this marine guy who's like a hoorah. You know, I'm here to. He's wearing a 9/11 hat for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> How so political! Like, this game's so political. Here, I'm just here to kill Iraqis and stuff. So, <laughs> um, there is uh, when they go to this village, uh, the um. The Iraqi soldiers, the uh, the army goes to meet them there, and they start shooting at each other. So the ground starts collapsing right underneath their feet, and that's when they start going into this cave, this house of ashes or whatever you want to call it, this really dark cave with monsters in it. 
And some of the Iraqi soldiers got stuck in there too. So there's still like this, like they're fighting monsters and they're fighting the Iraqi soldiers. Oh, so those but are the weapons of mass destruction. Got yeah, it. pretty much. Yeah, those those are the all along. Of mass destruction. Got it. I knew it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Leave it to the um, Holy Land, you know, that's to it. be filled with monsters. That's and there's it. a story explanation for why, like, the husband or whatever, um, the guy who's, like, in charge of the operation now, it's like his technology led them there because he was like, I developed something that can help us find the weapons of mass destruction. Um, but it turns out it was tracking something else in the caves. So there's a story explanation for it. Like, almost everything in this game, that's what, that's what makes this game actually really good is, like, hmm. it felt like that there weren't as many, like, plot holes, which I don't really like using that phrase a lot, um, because people abused it when it came to the new Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> like, it's not a plot hole, guys. You just didn't like it. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's very true. That's, yeah, you guys Hope forgot what so that many, word meant, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Little Hope had so many moments, and Man and Dan did too, where like you're like, okay, you just forgot to write a sensible thing for yeah, this yeah. plot point. Um, but this one felt like more like airtight. Like, I don't they didn't have as much. I mean, they still had like a year to make it, so it's not like they delayed it. Or maybe they just hit their stride. I don't know. Like, I don't maybe know. They, you know, they were trying to find their footing in this yeah. like this this smaller length, you know, storytelling right. or whatever. And maybe it took them three games. I don't know. It's pretty. It strange, certainly though. looks great too. It's because you know this this one has a PS5 version. A little hope. I think I only could play the PS4 version, but it it did look good. These games um, but have this like is... uh, conversation choices, right? Dialogue yes. choices. Yeah, it's like a telltale thing, but. Um... It's more like a compass, kind of like, I don't know if Until Dawn did that, but it's like you have two and you kind of just angle your right stick to okay. the choice. Or Is you it can the let kind of time go they out. Describe the, like in The Witcher where it says it, but he says something totally different that's in the same vein. Is it like, the, or does it say exactly what's written? You know sometimes what it says exactly what's said, sometimes it doesn't. What do you guys, do you guys care when they do that? Like some games, nah. some games yeah, are like, especially The Witcher 3 did this a lot where it'll say, yeah. No, I don't want to. But then he'll say something in his really dry, sarcastic voice that isn't that at all, but kind yeah, of is. I guess. I felt like Mass Effect did that too, where I would choose something and it would come Mass off Effect, way yeah. snarkier. Then I was like, well, no, I didn't want it to sound like an I didn't, asshole. Oh yeah, there. Mass yeah. Effect. Has, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I did Mass Effect one. I was like, oh, I didn't mean to be a dick there. I just, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, I was yeah, just trying to tell him I was, there's there's a lot of that. So, <laughs> like, what did I pick? I don't know if it's ever made me mad, but sometimes I'm like, that's not what I wanted. But yeah. like, yeah, it would be just a fleeting moment of like, what? <laughs> Yeah, Telltale did that a lot, but it wasn't yeah. like they did that deliberately. They were just trying to spice up the dialogue and not make it so predictable. I, you know, I get that. Speaking of which, I know this is a rabbit trail, but like games like Horizon decided to go ahead and give you an icon. So if you wanted to respond like witty or anger or being a loving person, like they kind of give you an icon to let you know. Like, I like this that. Response I like that better, to be honest. That's I not too. bad. I like, I like to, I like to choose the personality type. Andromeda has some of that too. Does that too? Andromeda is that. Everything is yeah. feelings in that game. Yeah, uh, but I mean, spectrum. they do they do tell you what you're gonna say, but it's 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 a yeah, like but it's always in the same to plot emotion. Like this way is yeah. always intelligent. This way is always yeah. emotional. This way is always fun. This way is always rogue. And even yeah, Ren yeah Renegade and Paragon, it kind of helps you out with Mass Effect. Now, yeah. it's with House of Ashes, are there? Is it just quick time events for the combat, or do you actually it, like? It's fight? quick time events for the combat, and there is there is shooting in this game, but it's more like you need to move your gun like to the right area very quickly before the timer runs out and then hit the trigger. So Sasan, it's like the perfect shooter for him. Apparently it's a, uh, it's, a, it's a shooting simulator. This game yeah. is what you're telling me. Yeah. It's perfect because that's how easy shooting is for me. You I know those moments where you're unlocking move. a new element on Peter Quill's gun in guardians. Yeah. 
Yeah. We have to move that. That's what you're doing with guns in House of Ashes. Uh, you're moving. Uh, you're angling the thing over to a certain area. Hitting button and then, and then, hit and a then button. hitting a button at the right time. Yeah. Just Unless, like shooting. Yeah. Things can <laughs> go just like real life, where you're kind of like, come <laughs> on. Um, Perfect. Things can go awry very quickly in this game, much like an Until Dawn, where you're like that. Thirty in like a span of thirty seconds, I I lost like three characters. <laughs> <laughs> one, only one of them was like playable, but like I lost three characters completely, and I was like, Oops. "Well, you know, roll credits. I guess I'm done with this game. Uh, I'm gonna get a horrible ending." I only ended up having two people survive, but it ended up kind of feeling like the right two people because they were the two people that had this arc since the beginning of the game that just came. I allowed it to go full circle. You can have the option of being a dick to each other the whole game, but I allowed it to go full circle and have them evolve, and it just ended up being like this really cool story. Um, but yeah, you can, I mean, and it can be something little, like apparently there's a med kit early in the game that you can stumble upon, and because I never found it, like two of my characters got wounded, and it it really hinders their performance, let's say, later on in the game when it really matters. Um, and there's one character that something happens to, and you have the option of, uh, you know, taking care of it, let's say. <laughs> you have the okay. option of taking care of it. And uh, been taken care of. I took care of it. Took care of it. Don't worry about so it. Yeah, you don't forget of. about it. Uh, and uh, you know, things didn't go the way I really hoped it would, and that resulted in another character dying later on. Like, oh, so it was oops. like, oops. yeah, oopsie. Oh my god. <laughs> so let me ask you this about House of Ashes. Yeah. Do we need to play the other games, Man and Man? And by the way, we say that because. It's just the most fun way to say it. It is. Uh, it is the most dumb, dumb way, way to, to say, say it. it to be I believe Dan Man Phillips, a good friend of ours from the, he's been on the show a few times. He, I believe he was on the show when I started saying Man of a Dan. Pretty sure. Man of a Dan. Man of a Dan. So, but you uh, have to play. no, no. These are anthologies. The only thing that you would, uh, I mean, if you want to get familiar with how these games play compared to Until Dawn. This one already plays more until Donnie than the other one. The other ones do, though. So, I mean, but I could pick already, this up and play it start to finish. It's got a complete story. Yeah, okay. it's its own story. And they show a teaser at the end of the next game. And that's okay. boom, not that's Peter Stormare doesn't ever like recollect not Peter Stormare, yeah. Okay, it's like Pip Pip Torrens or something like that. I think <laughs> I that's the actor's it. name. I don't like that. Yeah. You say yeah. Rip Torn. I don't I don't Pip, think he's Rip Torn. I'm drinking drink my own urine because I like the taste. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that's from dodgeball right that's yeah dodgeball <laughs> what does he say uh something about a lollipop or whatever uh you look like a i don't know say something about a lollipop in that movie and I, I quoted i used to quote it all the time if you can dodge a wrench you can dodge a ball <laughs> um so there's a part in this game where like somebody's clearly off in this game and you have the option of just like they give you they give you seven options <laughs> to abandon them, and I kept them with me like an idiot. <laughs> and of course, what you know, things went wrong at a certain point. So it's like, Classic yeah. So something like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, the game the game asks you seven times. This is this. Oh, we'll give you one more chance here. Yeah. Are you sure I, you want to take it? Surely by now you get. <laughs> the game is like, oh my gosh, what else do we have to say to this? Uh, and then you finally hit that last time, and it's like, okay, <laughs> yes. now this is happening. I'm just so basically every death is on you. Quick time events. Every, I mean, this game has definitely been the most responsive of the three in terms of gameplay. Man of Medan, 
Um, when I was doing the QuickTime heartbeat stuff, it, I mean, I, you know, I would lose like right away because it yeah. was just not responsive to the, the like the, um, what do you call it when it's like there's a delay between the controller the, and the, the lag? I don't know. It's, uh, oh, the latency. Latency, yeah. So the yeah. latency was just really horrible for that game, at least for me. Um, but with, with House of Ashes, it felt like everything was like tip top shape. That's what they wanted it to be. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, so House of Ashes, I think it's on every platform, right? I mean, like both major consoles and, and PC, too, I think. Everything I thought they were. I thought they were Sony games, but oh, are they? I don't know. Okay. Oh. I can't. I thought. I thought it was like Sony and PC. No, no, no. Because I have. I have them on Game Pass. The the Dark Pictures anthology. Sony yeah, I think doesn't they add them anymore. Which is later, though. It's oh, it, this one says according to Wikipedia, it says it's on the Xbox, PlayStation. Yeah, you're right. PC. Yeah, that's because I think that that's why like the engines worse because like Sony's not backing them anymore. They're like yeah. they're being produced by somebody else. So. Well, this looks. I mean, there's there's definitely. Don't get me wrong. There's still some weird things that happen with their eyes or their animation, like the animation of their faces and stuff. But like this is definitely the best this version of the game has looked. Cool. You know. Yeah. So uh, awesome. that's great. Yeah, I gotta commend them for. Yeah, they did a damn good job with this game. Well, either one of you playing any more Metroid Dread? You did. I did. <laughs> I saw it on the list. That might have been Dan who was going to join us, but can't. So I, I see it so. on our list. Yeah. Um, just one. Yeah, to brag. you beat you beat the two big uh, releases that week, right? Far Far Cry Six and uh, I have I have completed both of those. Yep. Retroid wow. Med. Yep. And wow. I actually was diving back into Mass Effect Three, still playing it, but Guardians has completely distracted me. I get uh, that. So yeah. new get, is always back. better. It's the Barney Stinson rule. Uh, yes. Yeah. Plus, it's got such a compelling story. I just I want to see it through. And, I get uh, that. Yeah. Mass Effect Three. I'm at the point where I'm kind of collecting resources and doing side stuff. I wasn't at like a key story moving forward moment. You know what Stretch I'm saying? Stretch that game out, man. So that's as what I'm much doing. As you can yeah. just that's like happy, man. Just keep on <laughs> stretching yeah. it out, dude. And then the when game you can be get... as long as you want it to be, but yeah. you, you can rush to the end too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, because when you do hit those main story missions, you're like, oh man, I gotta go to the next one like now, like because some yeah. of those are just. It's the, that story notch. at some point, like it becomes like just a downhill where you're like, I just got to know what happens now. The momentum is just <laughs> yeah, too much. Yeah. And... I will say this for Metroid Dread. I, I see some I see some folks in our group that are liking it. They like the challenge. They're overcoming it, whatever. Others who are, let's say, in a rage, whining about it a little bit. Yeah, um, I, even I'm having a hard time with it, but I'm not trying to whine about it. I, yeah, I'm yeah. like appreciate how hard it is, and I'm like, yeah. boy, but it's just like there's some kind of commu- communication error for me, you know, that I'm so gonna I'm, get at some point. And but, I, but I need to remind folks, especially folks who don't like the Emmy areas, they don't like the way that that's designed, they don't like running from the Emmys, you know. Um, the game is called Metroid Dread. Like the idea is that you are running for your life for a good chunk of the game and they don't even make you run for that long. Like you have about a maybe a, a 60 second segment. 60 second sprint from one side to the other to then advance a little bit and then you got to come back and probably go through a different area that they're chasing you again. But it, it legitimately has the word dread in it. I think that's probably why. Um but anyway, my son ha- is almost to the end of the hard playthrough. He's on playthrough number 2 on hard and listen, this he's not like some pro gamer. Like he he likes to play your pretty basic kid games, your Fortnites, your Minecrafts. Um, but he doesn't re- he's not a mega gamer. He's much more into playing sports and being outside and stuff, but this game hooked him. He's crushing it. And, uh, for all you adult men out there who are whining, like, I wish they didn't make it like this. Be quiet. My son, <laughs> yeah, I'm here for that. Crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll move on for that. Maybe when Dan's back, uh, when he has power back someday, um, he'll, he'll tell us what he thinks about this one a little bit. Let's talk about some stuff that we're watching. Uh, of course, we'll talk about Dune in a second, but I am curious about, 
I don't know what these t- first two are. The heart of the first fall, two movies. I don't have a whole lot to say about Army of Thieves. This is this just got on Netflix. This is a, a prequel to Army of the Dead, the Zack Snyder movie um, okay. that I had fun with. I had more fun with it than Kyle did, that's for sure. Oh boy! But yeah. it's not great. It's not great. I mean, it, a, I just I thought it's a quick good. prequel. That's a quick prequel. It had isn't a pre- it? Yeah, I had a prequel. They were already. They're turning they're, us into a whole universe. There's an anime universe, coming yeah. out. There's a yeah. sequel to Army of the Dead coming out. Yeah, it's a whole universe. Yeah, it's it's going to be a Snyder virus. That's all right, Yay. man. Just keep him away from DC stuff. We'll be fine. Yeah, hey, as I'm long cool. as he's distracted by this dumb crap, <laughs> sure. Uh, just yes. please yeah. do not let him do any more DC movies. Thank you. <laughs> Here come all the rage comments. Yeah. Oh, like, I super Oh, fight yeah. me all day about DC. Your movies suck. <laughs> yeah. You know? Y'all are getting better, but like you're not. Yeah. You're not there, there yet. There are some <laughs> serious gems in there that don't belong in the, the class of movies that they are a part of. Like some right. of those movies are just like. Anyway, uh, Army of Thieves don't is a prequel me. that follows the Dieter, uh, the safe cracker guy. Um, okay. And follows he's the him. director, right? He directed this too, yeah. So this was already in the works and being shot when Army of the Dead was, you know, working through its marketing. Um, so uh, yeah, he's in it. Natalie Emmanuel, who plays uh, Khaleesi's translator or whatever, oh, I like her. BFF or whatever. She's very, she's very attractive, and she is uh, very. Her character is just so ridiculous in F nine. So freaking stupid. Uh, what they, what they ended up doing with her character. She's not dumb in it. It's just what they did with her character is like. I've never driven before. Are you kidding me? You've been in like four of these movies. That movie. All right, real quick question. <laughs> both in terms of both in terms of uh, acting ability as well as whether you found her attractive. Between her, I forget, what's her name again? Natalie. Natalie Emmanuel. Or because she reminds me a lot of the actress who was the the really lucky one in Deadpool two. I forget her name. Zazie Beetz. Uh, Zazie yes. Beetz. Yeah. She's in The Harder They Fall, which is the other movie I was going to mention. Pick. Who's your vote? Oh, God, I don't know. They're totally different actors. Zazie um, Beats is the better actor, and uh, Natalie's uh, way hotter. Exactly what I was thinking. Boom! I don't know. <laughs> I dooted it up. Good job, guys. All right, good job. Hey, guys! What is what is the harder they fall, and how did you get early screenings, you sneaky, sneaky uh, Well, so I was just going to say Army of Thieves is fine. If you've seen any heist movie, you've seen this one. Um, oh, okay. Anyway, moving on from that one, uh, which closes with a scene directly from Army of the Dead, and you're like, why did we? Why did they copy paste this? They couldn't come up with something more. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> they had a they had a runtime quota. They had to hit. <laughs> they, they literally copy and pasted the scene where Batista comes in and says, "Hey, you want to crack us?" Or however he talks. Uh, uh, he whispers so that whole movie. He whispers the whole movie, and it's ma- it makes no sense to me. Lies Stallone is in that movie too. That's you wanna? You wanna? <laughs> you wanna go fight zombies and crack yeah. a safe? You wanna go to crack a safe? <laughs> um. Anyway, so the harder they fall is a western, and I have to pull up the cast for you because uh, this this is a really stacked. I am so cast. excited for this movie. It's coming on Netflix here in November. It is. It's, so yeah, it's a it's a it's a western, but like in a it's like an action western, like kind of like Magnificent Seven remake, but the action is like way better shot in this. It's like a Tarantino western. It's like violent and stylized, but they so the 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 gimmick I guess you would say here is that they. Uh, the director or the writer, I guess it's like technically both, um, you know, based, it's not based on a true story, but these are actual, like, these are actual, like, people that existed, like cowboys and lawmen and outlaws that actually existed, and they're just using their names in this story and giving them quirks based on who they were. Um, 
But yeah, the cast is uh, Jonathan Majors, who's kind of blowing up right now, and he's just yep. King the Conqueror. He has several moments in this movie that I'm like, this guy's a freaking star, dude. Like he's just he's good. He's really effortless good. At, at all this stuff. Uh, yeah. Even action, like uh, he's so good. Idris Elba is the the baddie in this. Um, Zazie Beetz, she's like the main love interest. She's like female lead. Regina King is the you know opposing female lead, like mm-hmm. the baddie. Delroy Lindo is the uh, sheriff. Classic. Uh, I love that guy. I haven't seen him in a long time. Like he's sta- yeah, the Five Bloods. He freaking kills five it. Bloods. Five he's Bloods. Like he's one of his career best performances. Yeah. One of the greatest performances ever. And like, yeah. Um, so Lakeith Stanfield plays like a, he's a villain, but he plays like a quick hand, you know, like one of those fast duelists or whatever. And RJ Seiler is like the good guy version. He plays like the opposite and you might've seen him in other movies, but he's, he's a standout in this. He's very funny. He's wasn't me and Earl and the dying girl and power Rangers and stuff. Um, Dion Cole's in this. I love him in this. He's so good. I, he's just a great standup too. He's very funny. Um, and Damon Wayans Jr. Jr. is in this for a little bit too. Nice. That's a crazy cast. Yeah, yeah. it's insane. And wow. and again, the style is very Tarantino. And I know Tarantino borrows a lot of his Western stuff from other stuff, like Italian spaghetti Westerns that I've yeah. never seen. Yeah. Um, but that's the style of the movie. Like, the dialogue is very Tarantino-esque. You know, the action is very Tarantino. So if you're into that, but there's even though it's like all black people in this movie, there's very few N-words. It's not that Tarantino-y. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got it. There's wow. no feet. Uh, <laughs> uh, but right. uh it's just like everybody's just like trading barbs and some of them are some of them are just like ooh, what, what that one that one that one stings that's got a sting is this uh, theater only so yeah that's i saw it in the movie theater but it comes out to netflix on wednesday the third november third oh, sweet that's next yeah. week and it's All great right. and it's reviewing really well 87 on rotten tomatoes average rating of 7.4 i'm all over this one yeah it's so much fun, man. And there's yeah, the IMDb audience is a little rougher on it, but the ones that matter are uh, are higher on it. So that's good. I can't really trust the IMDb audience. IMDb like is a ever, rough, uh, I think a rough they're review bombing Eternals without having seen any of it. The uh, tomato meter for critics on Rotten Tomatoes is 87, and audience is 91. So. Oh wow! I didn't realize people had already seen it and started to register their ratings. It on says that. the good. release date was October 22nd. That might have been like a limited Probably release. Theaters. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the weekend I saw it was that weekend. And I, yeah, it's definitely a crowd pleaser. Like, oh, man, I'm all over this one. This looks yeah. great. Yeah. Oof, it's, looks a, great. it's a good watch. I know you guys talked about this last week um, when uh, Kyle was steering the ship. I took the weekend off. I'm curious if there's anything, any other chats we want to have about Dune. I mean, I didn't disagree with anything you guys said about it. I really enjoyed it. thought visually and audio, it was just perfect and the imax is the best way to experience this but it's not the only way it's like i think if you watch it at home on a sound system with a decent screen you're going to enjoy it it's great Mm -hmm. i but i do think if you have the chance to see it on the big screen i watched it twice on my phone is that okay no 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 danny v just died he dropped dead in the fear he's like oh how dare you there goes (laughs) part two part two is not happening now thanks a lot no zach snyder's gonna step in and do part two. zach snyder no zach snyder's dune i'm like you did this jeff you did this you know i did i did like someone someone tweeted out if joss whedon had directed dune they tweet out this great line where they talk about like we gotta watch out for the worms or something like that in the desert and then he goes so they look behind him and he goes, it's right behind me, isn't it? <laughs> and then together they go, run! Like, yeah. someone, it was perfect. And I was like, that's, 
that's what the that. Joss Whedon version would totally be. Um, <laughs> I, I loved this movie. I know that uh, it's easy to criticize something that doesn't have the same snappy uh, dialogue. We just talked about Guardians, how much we love that. This is not that experience at all, like a Marvel movie or like a Star Wars, even the recent Star Wars movies. It's not J.J. Abrams. It's not Joss Whedon. It's not their style. You know what's and, weird? Uh, Everything you're saying, though, this is still a blockbuster. Like if it you is. see yeah. the cast and the spectacle of it, it's a block, it's, but it's just a different kind. It's a different. Think, it's like a Nolan blockbuster, you know. If your expectations yeah, are, if your expectations are at least cleared, like don't have any, just go into it and experience it for what it is. Then I think you're going to enjoy it and appreciate how amazing it is. If you're expecting something different, if you're expecting Star Wars, you're going to be like, this is, I don't know if I like this. Like I, I can see how yeah. someone who has the wrong expectations might come out of it feeling like I don't know if I liked it or not. But if you will let some of that stuff go, this is true of a lot of things, but especially a movie like this, it's just super unique. It has like a a small indie house style, in my opinion, like the slow burn and like some of the shots they have. And they really focus on the scenery and like long looks by the characters. This is not something you see in blockbusters, but they do it. And it still really works. So I, and I think they That's do that. What, uh, and it's, it's matched up with amazing. exactly cast. what and this director did with Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, and that's totally. why that didn't click with audiences because it was like this is a giant blockbuster i mean look at that cast dude yeah i mean anna de Armas is huge now and yeah. uh you know ryan gosling is ryan gosling i mean so, come I mean, on guys I'm yeah, right. come, come on, on bro batista was in that one too right wasn't he yeah he was he was yeah, yeah he was in the beginning. beginning have you seen a miracle yeah you've seen a miracle you've seen a miracle <laughs> my batista slice Same alone, basically <laughs> Uh, and can I just say, you guys, if we're doing Dune Messiah, which is, is what's being talked about for the third movie, it's super tamed right now. It's going to get real weird, like in yeah. ways that is going to lose a lot of people. Like, yeah. I probably, like, uh, like I I've read these, I've read these books, like 90% of the people are going to be off of the train by the time like it's done. Cause it is weird. It yeah. like, and not in a way that like, ah, Star Wars is kind of weird. Like, no, 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 no. This is like super weird yeah i can't wait uh so if we're gonna get to messiah and not dune 2 like every all this this, the first book is really it's just about like hey people are killing other people because they don't agree on something like that's fighting over unobtainium yeah there's there's exactly oh my god avatar's just dumb dune it's just dumb dune it's blue dune (laughs) it's just dumb Um, dune but like if we get into messiah the third book like things get (laughs) super wacky uh, so yeah, just like yeah. get ready for it, and like I, and, uh, I, I had a feeling that would be the case because this is the right director for that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and just to uh, echo what you're saying, uh, Tim, like it just like, start letting go now because like you're gonna really need to be let go by the time the yeah. weird stuff starts happening. Let it be what it is. Let it be something different. Yeah. And if you still well, prefer the other types of movies, other styles of directing, totally fine. But let this be what it is. And and it is funny when you see folks who just want to talk about how dumb it is nothing happens i'm just like well things do happen you just don't like the style in which yeah. they they put the movie together and that's fine that's that's totally fine it's so much happens in this movie it's it's kind of insane it's a lot <laughs> i basically said to somebody that said nothing happened i was like you know that like a third of the cast is dead right like <laughs> we're getting we're getting way less faces in the next movie yeah, they like, have to they have to cast a lot of new characters because we killed off a bunch you don't remember that no there's okay. so many new characters that. they're gonna introduce i mean just feel like nothing happened because the characters at the beginning are pretty are almost unanimously in different positions at the end with different motivations and a new yeah. set of circumstances but you're right nothing happened nothing um really happened. 
So I, I loved it. I have rewatched it once, and I'm actually my HBO Max subscription expires, I think, on November 1st. Anyway, my son and I, we've watched half of it. It was too long on a school night to finish it. We're going to watch the other half maybe tomorrow, something like that. Um, but he, he's liking it, too. I even told him, I was awesome. like, hey, this is not really oh, like yeah. a lot of movies you've seen. It's pretty epic. It's big, and there's lots of dialogue you have to pay attention to, but it's, it's just different. And so setting it up that way for him, like, hey, this is not your normal yeah. sci-fi swashbuckling. Let's just go have some fun. And it's not yeah. it's not that. It's a little different yeah. than that. Even when the um, action really does pick up steam, and I think you'll see in the, in the visions that it's going to pick up steam, uh, it, it's still not going to be like fast pace like look at look at look at the neurokinetics and i'm just quoting the matrix now yeah. <laughs> look at jesus christ he's fast look at the neurokinetics and he just... <laughs> it's not gonna be like that yeah. but it is i mean it's gonna be cool but it's still like the build-up to it and stuff i mean you're yeah. you know it's a denny villeneuve movie and if you Listen, see if you, if you sicario a... or anything mm-hmm. he sicario. doesn't do the same thing that other action directors do ever oh. Dude, Sicario so, is so good and delivers on the action too. Especially that final does. dinner scene was unbelievable. Oh, oh my god, dude! The scene oh. at the border is the one that always like tightens. Border scene. Like, oh. oh yeah, my bee hole is real clenched during that scene. But dude, just watching him watching get back him in the car. That scene oh, makes man. his way through that compound to get to the dinner was one of the most amazing. Th- yeah, it was so amazing. Yeah, that yeah. whole that whole this. He's the one of the best directors working right now. And he the has fact a, that he has a the fact that people are it. like, I don't know, man, this movie. It's yeah, just like yeah. no matter what you say, this movie is directed the hell out of because Denny exactly. V doesn't Denny V doesn't just like uh show up and just be like, yo, just shoot it. Also, they have script, to, you know? such yeah. a hands-on guy and everything's so meticulous in a way that like yeah. just like Blade Runner, everyone's always hey, like, let's oh, just do it was... takes, have some fun with it. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's everyone always uh called it like Blade Runner is just concept art the movie. And it's like, well, yeah, it what? What's wrong with that? Like it because it, yeah. that's what it looks like. It looks like the concept art. And I would say this this movie, I bet the storyboards and what we got in the final end, I bet there's not a lot of differences. I, you yeah. can really tell that like he had a vision. And he completely executed it on the way that he exactly wanted it. And that's what he does with every single one of his movies. I'm just going to shout out his other movies in case people don't understand the track record of this guy. But like Prisoners and Enemy and Arrival. All those are great. I mean, dude just knocks it out of the park every single time. There's one about his school shooting. And it's so, I mean, quite quite, I'm going to give a serious trigger warning because it is it's pretty heavy. Like you'll have to probably stop it halfway through the movie and go. Oof. Uh, well, but it's mean, incredibly well shot. It's called Polytechnic, and it's about like this shooting well, in a heard French, of that. I never saw it though. In a French uh, it's a foreign college film, or whatever. Right? Yeah. It's what? Like in, it's in French, isn't it? It like, is in French, yeah. yeah. And it's and it's like about this shooter that like targeted only women, and so like there's a lot of really tough scenes, like Schindler's List tough scenes. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Um, and so I mean, if you got a queasy stomach when it comes to like real life horrors that replay out on screen. I'm serious. Like it's pretty hard pass on the topic and the language, but I will say, (laughs) (laughs) but it's just, he's, he's just got away with the camera. That's just like, yeah, it just won't release me. It just, I remember watching arrival and I knew, Hey, this is not independence day. So just go with this. This is some unique take on life outside of earth connecting with us. Let's just see what he does. And I really enjoyed it. And a lot of people didn't. And I you could say the arrival. same. You could say the same thing. Nothing happened. You're right. Will Smith didn't punch an alien and say "Welcome to Earth." Welcome that to didn't Earth. Happen. Oh, yeah. That didn't happen. But this isn't that movie. Like I love yeah. that, and I love this, and they're very, very different. So Arrival. Yeah. Uh, what the coolest thing about Arrival is like how 
I feel like that movie's always going to be relevant. You could have showed that in the 1400s, it still would have been relevant. It's the most it's, impo- like uh, like important movie about communication and language that we have yeah. on document. Their whole debate about tool versus weapon is like everything about our uh, our language barriers. Like it's yeah. just. So if you guys can't tell, Dune has that same mm-hmm. vibe. It's a really thoughtful approach, mm-hmm. uh, just a kind of a unique angle to take on. You know, you could be like, well, this is just like Star Wars because these pieces. Well, first of all, the books were written before Star Wars, so take it easy. If anything, uh, Star Wars is borrowing from Dune for sure. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. And exactly. uh, George Lucas has never been like, no, he's been like, yeah, I love Dune. So like, it's, <laughs> exactly, it's documented yeah. that these are stolen, not stolen, but you know, like inspired yeah. ideas from Dune. Yeah. They're very, very different from each other. Stop yeah. expecting everything to be the same and enjoy things for what they are. And if you don't like it, it's fine. You're just missing out, but it's fine. Yeah, and book readers who are like, I don't know, all the book wasn't in the movie. Yeah, that's not how adaptations work. So, <laughs> yeah, that's not how accurate adaptations I work. I really like, don't know what you to really you. care about yeah. and you're invested in the material, then yeah. you're going to want to see it. The audiobook of Dune is 21 hours. This this movie was 60% of the book first book. So like the movie couldn't be 13 hours or 10 hours or whatever, like, or whatever, like it, sorry. But guys. now that you're, it's but not. now that you're saying that as I watched it, I remember thinking like, this would have been cool as an episodic, like a 10 episode yeah. season. We are that. getting a, uh, Be- uh Benny Des- Deseret series. So, but like I was the, just, the I, as I was show. watching the different characters and relationships and the things that I know, I, I, I know they're probably going to fill a lot of blanks in for us. I, I get it. Or maybe yeah, I think WB and I feel, feel like we're very lucky in this sense because a lot of movie studios will just kind of cancel things without notice for no reason. Yeah. Um, and developers will do that too. I mean, not developers, but publishers will do that too to developers and stuff. But like WB is pretty set on making a franchise out of this. Denny Villeneuve is set on making a franchise out of it. He wants to do a trilogy. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, at least, he said at least a trilogy. So he well, would as soon as I saw part one forever. on the title, I was like, hey, hey, this yeah, is part Yeah, exactly. I, I thought that, like, once he decided that part one was going to be on there, that, like, we were going to get more. I just, like, I know I we're getting like, to... That's a roll, that was a roll of the dice. It wasn't greenlit yeah. yet. No, was it wasn't yet. No, it wasn't. You know? I like that. I like that. And a it's lot. killing it in the box office and, and yeah. viewership numbers. Like it's worldwide. Doing very, yeah, it's killing yeah, it's it. It's doing very well. And yeah, so those of you that, those of you who paid to watch it, whether it was through a subscription or at the theater, and you hated it, that's fine. They'd love your money either way. Yeah. Whether, and we yeah. love it because it, the view counted and we're getting a sequel now, so thank you. So appreciate, appreciate your it. support. Even though you didn't want to give it, you did. You you'll give it. you'll give Zack Snyder's Justice League a watch, and it's like four out four and a half hours, but that's right. Dune is like, oh, I can't bear. I can't bear slowness. <laughs> if only it were in slow-mo. Didn't Dune break some record from that? Justice League didn't it break uh, the record? It slaughtered the Justice League in terms of viewership numbers. And know? that makes Kyle so happy because he oh, loves Oh, dude, Snyder. yeah. It was the <laughs> that, best news. That fan base cried and cried and cried and got what they wanted, and they still couldn't make it crack like the top three no. most viewed movies. No. <laughs> HBO Max this year. You know why? Because no one cares. And like, the, I think Godzilla the, and you Kong fans are very Kong few. Like You're a few. You're a number of few. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's just basically enjoy like your small Twitter. fan base. It's like hitting Twitter and that's it. Like, this is what uh, Twitter Kyle, looks like now. Kyle has strong thoughts and I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm with him on this 100%. He's more <laughs> violent about it sometimes and aggressive about it. But. I am. Yeah. I, I, I actually punched a <laughs> I think that's fans why. I think that's why it stands out. Because that's it gets him. It gets Kyle sitting up straight. We're like, oh, what's about to happen? <laughs> um, all right, let's go through some headlines here as we close things out. Uh, I say that because there's a lot of headlines. We're not closing things out anytime soon. Um, Steam sales that are happening for us this year. There's actually one right now. By the time you listen, I think you might have the rest of today to get this one. 
Um, and that is a Halloween sale that's going on right now. There's a few good deals in there that are worth taking a look uh, if you want. By the way, there's one of the highest rated games of the year called Opus. And I forget the little subtitle on it. But if you look up Opus on Steam, it's one of the highest rated games on PC from this year. It's a an adventure game, kind of anime style, very story based. It's got then I'm not going to get it. Gotcha. All the reviews. It's, it's at 15 Jeez. bucks right now on sale. Wow. <laughs> I said anime and you were out. Yeah. Um, anyway, oh. I saw his eyes go back and. <laughs> Into the back of but the it's it it's, it's less like uh, Dragon Ball Z anime and more like um, hey, remember that game Haven? A little, it's more in that vein. I did like the art style of Haven actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's side scrolling. Anyway, um, go check it out if you're interested in that. Uh, then they also have an autumn sale coming up over Thanksgiving week, November 24th through 30th, and then their winter sale would be December 22nd to January 5th. So, so a lot of gifting us with a lot of stuff. Yeah, good sales on the old Steam there. Uh, Konami is publishing a new game. It's this really stylish game called Signi. It's C-Y-G-N-I. Um, I think the style of this looks really cool. It's called Signi All Guns Blazing. Here's the description that they gave. It's a visually impressive. They said it themselves. Uh, twin stick vertical shooter from <laughs> a Scottish studio called Keelworks. Their founders have a background in film and animation. We just saw with Kana that can work really well. So we'll see if that works for these guys. Um, you take control of one of the last pilots of the colony that's nearly destroyed. And basically, you're fighting back. So it's a shoot 'em up game. So give that one a look. Konami's still doing stuff. Was the, really the the story there? Yeah. Konami's still doing stuff. Good for Good them. Good for them. I don't know. I, they can't. No one's coming to their places where the Plinko machines are, so they have to do something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, boy, yeah. We we quit the video game industry at the wrong time. <laughs> they were like, man, what did we just back out of? Things you can do at home. <laughs> Great. Um, Warner Brothers games. <laughs> this is so funny. Speaking of Warner Brothers, you just brought them up, Jeff. They um. Apparently, there's some kind of Smash Brothers-style fighter that's in the works. I don't oh know if it's true or not. No. This is a rumor. Um, but there's a lot of details out about this. There's some apparently, you know, um, some screenshots that people have taken of the character select screen. It looks very uh, interesting. <laughs> they're calling They think right now it's codenamed Multiversus. I get what they're doing there. Um, so the idea is it's featuring characters from various IPs in the Warner Brothers catalog. Um let me read off some of the characters that so far have been reported. Remember, being... these people are going to be beating each other up. So when he lists these off, just keep that in mind. <laughs> this is, this is, okay. Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, Gandalf. I could just stop with those two right no, there. No, that's it. Yeah, it's not... <laughs> just, Shaggy just release the Gandalf. game now with yeah. those two and that's it. Shaggy versus Gandalf, who will win? Actually, I don't want a versus game for this. Oh, I want geez, a full... Scoob. I want a, a linear action cool. adventure with these. Yeah, I actually want a story. This, this fighting game better have a comprehensive story like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's X got a shaggy, yeah. and shaggy and Gandalf. Like, hey, Gandalf. <laughs> Zoinks. Zoinks. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so my impressions are just on point today. Uh, Tom and Jerry, Batman, Harley Quinn, Superman, Wonder Woman, Rick and Morty, Bugs Bunny, Fred, Fred Flintstone, Mad Max, Johnny Bravo, Steven Universe, Adventure Time, and more. I, I hope. Get... I hope Deckard make Deckard makes it from Blade Runner. Why not? Why not? Yeah. And let's... is he a replicant or is he not? You know who else needs to be in there is Duncan Idaho needs to be in there. Yeah, I hope Maria from West Jason Side Story. Jason Momoa's is in this. Duncan Idaho better be yeah. in there. Duncan Idaho. And by the way, one of my favorite tweets about Duncan Idaho was, "Did they call him that because Bob Nebraska was already taken?" I thought that was pretty. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 someone said uh, Duncan Idaho and Hannah Montana have the same energy. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I hope Dang. Dom from Inception is in this. 
<laughs> I hope, I hope the Black Messiah from Judas and the Black Messiah is in this. All right, I gotta say. Are you looking up, up WBIPs yes. right now? <laughs> That's amazing. Godzilla's <laughs> gonna be in this. Uh. All right, well, Ubisoft had to delay a few things, which is no surprise. Um, they they've had to delay a whole bunch of stuff, but Division Heartland, which it's interesting that's being delayed. Apparently it was quietly targeted as being in their upcoming fiscal year. And they've pushed all of these back to the next fiscal year, which runs from April, 2022 through March, 2023. So that's what they mean by delay. I know we didn't have a due date for these before or a release date for these before. Um, but anyway, they've been bumped into the next fiscal year. That's division heartland, Prince of Persia, Sands of time remake rock band plus uh, those have all been bumped back. No surprise. are perking up. Cause I did not know anything about a rock band plus. We didn't know. Yeah. Well, they announced that last. Are instruments going to be available again, or are we all just? I mean, I mean they're going to have to be if they're talking about a new title. Then they're going to have to launch everything. So, yeah. I think they want it to. Uh, I think they want it to be all real instrument related. But anyway, those are all pushed back. Oh, did you mean Rocksmith? Maybe. Well, I think they want it to be like Rocksmith. Because Rocksmith, oh, I know, is Ubi, Ubisoft, isn't it? Yeah, maybe that's what it was. The oh. article that I grabbed, the headline that I grabbed said Rock Band Plus. Maybe it was Rocksmith. What's really funny is I think either the same day or in the same press release or maybe a little later, they had to clarify, we're doing fine, guys. We're doing okay. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> sure you are. Okay. Everything's yeah. fine. Sounds yeah. good. Okay. Speaking of Ubisoft, Assassin's Creed Infinity will not be a free-to-play game, they clarified. Oh, good. And they, do, they did say that they have always valued the strength of storytelling in their Assassin's Creed games. There's a lot of narrative and story, even though this is still meant to be kind of a persistent online game. So I'm interested to see what they're doing here. I'm still, my interest level still drops when I hear it's online, it's persistent world. I'm like, well, I like my Assassin's Creed to be my world that I explore yeah. and mm-hmm. no one bother. I want to just go in here and do my thing. But we'll see. We'll see what Infinity is. It does look like it's going to cover multiple timelines and multiple characters, and that's interesting. Terrible. I really so hope there's terrible. a whole stint of the game where you're a game developer playing the game that you're playing. <laughs> that's what I really hope. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Ready Player One, but more boring. Yeah, Can't. but like the part that where they're not in the Oasis, like only those parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all I want. Uh, Skydance New Media is just currently led by Amy Hennig. Speaking of Uncharted from earlier, uh, is working on a new narrative-driven action-adventure game with an original story set in the Marvel Universe. How about that? Yeah, buddy. How about that? I mean, we are just getting bombarded with excellent Marvel video games. It's crazy. And we've got still got things like Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine coming. I hope she's the creative lead. I don't know if she's creative director or not. There's not enough details yet to know. But, yeah. I mean, that tells me there's going to be a focus on writing the story. Well, yeah, so. and th- this is one of those times where it's like, you know, where we take that philosophy for movies, where it's like, you look at the crew here, look at this name, Amy Hen- It's going to be quality. It's going to be great. Yeah. You should would yeah. immediately be excited for it, you know. It's okay to be excited, guys. You don't have to be hesitantly, you know, like, pessimistic. It's okay. Just be I'm gonna, excited. I'm going to assume it's like Corey Barlog over the next God of War game, where he might not be the active director on this one, but... He's leading that whole team, really. Like, yeah, even yeah for sure, for sure. So he'll have a heavy hand in that, just like I think Amy will with this. Directors and team heads mean everything. You guys they start, do. you know, people people who are listening should start recognizing, like, who makes what. And, like, like with a TV show, the showrunner is what it's all the about. The showrunner means everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, each episode has its own director sometimes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Correct. But you might, might not always notice the difference from director to director. Mm-hmm. But you can tell a, when a showrunner. There's a chosen style, yeah. 
you can tell when a showrunner changes. Like shows like The Walking Dead, for example, when the showrunner was changed, that show took a very different oh, direction. Boy, American so, Gods didn't it? Really? Oh yeah, American bed. Gods. When I heard <laughs> they the when, when I heard the showrunner left, I go, I'm not coming back. <laughs> yeah, I'm done here then. Oh, I yeah, guess we're done. I, don't, I do it's not cool. need to come back for this. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of delays, CD Projekt Red delayed the uh, Cyberpunk 2077, and we already heard about this before. The Witcher Three, they're pushed back as well, but we're not going to get much from CD Projekt Red. Well, this is. This is slightly different because what we heard before is Cyberpunk 2077 uh, next-gen next is delayed for sure. We knew that. But this right. is basically saying all updates are delayed to 2022, like yep. meaning patches, everything. Is oh, so we're not, not going to see anything. anything. DLC yeah. next year. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Everything's getting bumped back. Um, that game should have been bumped back, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. A lot of people had some some issues. Yeah. That's, what uh, if that game had come out like in May of this year or June? I probably still wouldn't have been ready, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel Fair like enough. maybe but it should have maybe be always like been a next gen game, and it should have come out next May. But wouldn't that be like the front runner for game of the year this year right now? If Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven had come out in this year, don't you think it would be right up there with? I don't know. If it came there out and so was like issues. totally functional, you know? Yeah. 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 Sure. Like if they had yeah, given if it was unanimously like the word of mouth was like when I turn on this game it works, you know, yes. everyone had that same experience. If I you think. take that headline I think out because I I, yeah. I never had any performance issues with that game when I played it. I know a lot of people did, so I'm not discounting that, but I'm just saying that's not why I kind of thought this game is good, but not it was because it was up against so many other amazing games from yeah. twenty twenty. And yeah. I just wonder if, if it had come out more functional. So you take away that headline of it doesn't work for some people. Mm -hmm. I wonder, you know, it's one of those things where the, the Miyamoto yeah, if you had like the same story and the same gameplay, but everything worked. Yeah. Oh man. That kind of would have been, yeah, that at least would have been top five for me. I mean, I know it was for some people already, but um that was like bottom five last year for me. It was just last year had two heavy hitters that were just like or three, I guess. There were three heavy hitters last year that were just like abusing everybody else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was definitely that kind of tier one and then everybody yeah. else. Um for sure. Um, all right. Well, I don't know much about PUBG. I never got into that game. I know it kind of, yeah. along with Fortnite, was... This is a weird like acquisition, the, for sure. It was right at the front of, you know, the whole Battle Royale stuff. I, I know that PUBG is one of the pioneers in that area, but Crafton has acquired Unknown Worlds, the ones who have developed the Subnautica games. I don't know if this means anything for each console gamer necessarily or anything outside of... Yeah. Yeah, these companies are now. I just thought it was interesting. I was like, what does PUBG want with Subnautica? That's really strange. But uh, I mean, I guess it, whatever. They own a bunch of developers. Maybe they just want the monies. Like, hey, keep yeah. doing your thing. We just own you now. Could yeah, be exactly. Kind of like Tencent buys a little bit of everything and uh, they just make the money. And they make sure it's, you don't say anything too bad about China. Like, don't, don't talk bad about China and then China. make lots of money. Or the country Taiwan. Wait, I'm sorry. They're not. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh um, boy. <laughs> China's going to be in our comments. There goes our China audience. We had a lot. We don't need more. I'm, I'm queuing up my notes apology and tweet. Thank you. In Chinese, please. Uh, Capcom is going to have some free DLC coming to Resident Evil Village, but we don't know any of the details about that when yeah. it's coming, what it's going to be. But hey, free DLC. That's good. I have a they feeling when you see this kind of thing, it's going to be like weapons or skins or difficulty mode or like some kind of yeah. feature it's not usually going to be hey here's a brand new level this was like, like a this was like a quiet announcement for them i think they included it as part of like a business whatever yeah. quarterly thing doesn't strike had. me as a huge content dlc announcement but probably won't be yeah 
that's what we're all hoping but you know that's it and then of course witcher 2 season witcher season 2 uh trailer is out they've had some teasers they've had some really cool behind the scenes yep. stuff that's and full uh, trailer. New, new trailer that's out so i can't speak to anything that's going on in that trailer like in terms of like oh look at this new character i can't speak to anything that's going on in that so i don't know about you yeah it looks great <laughs> there's oh, okay. there's there's certainly some new characters that they're bringing back especially from Geralt's past um oh, there's okay. some cool stuff going on there so i'm very excited listen i don't know if you guys saw that thing that netflix put out where it was hours watched witcher was like in the top three or four of hours watched on netflix wow very, That's very great. popular. Yeah. It was super. I had no idea that it was doing that well. I knew it was well enough to get either. a sequel season and all that. But so did that, yeah, that trailer hit you well, Kyle, to, as, as a Witcher nut? Did that hit oh you? Oh, my God. Yeah, we saw some really cool monsters, which was a big complaint for a lot of people, even though, like, the books, like, whatever. I'm not going to get into it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, this you know, people, books, people right? wanted more monsters. So it's we're supposed to follow the monsters. books, yes. Yes. And these follow the books a little more, but like monster hunting is in the books, but it, like there's more story than there is monster hunting in the books, you yes. know? Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's they, just, they are you... supposed to be adaptations of the books. Yes. The not the games. So be. that's why like, you know, Jaskier is not called dandelion and all that stuff. So, um, anyways, uh, yeah, it looked really cool. I'm super into it. Uh, Siri, like kind of getting more closer to how we know her in the games, which is kind of, she gets older, she gets trained by, by Yen, uh, but mostly by the other Witchers and everything. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of really cool stuff developing here. And they said they're not doing any time jumping BS in this one. So people who were hung up about that in the first season. Yeah, th- I remember they said that right after the season. We're, we're, not, we're never doing that again. We're not <laughs> doing that again. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. It's going to be linear. <laughs> well, that'd be, that'd be hard to do it again without it being another stupid. It, it would feel very gimmicky at that point. I think in yeah, the first season it, it worked and it was kind of like, oh, didn't yeah, know it, it clicked at different times for different people i think that's yeah that was what was and really it didn't cool really ultimately it. it doesn't really matter also agreed like that it's sold out of, out of order but i know? think if you keep doing it that way or try to keep making a yeah. guess like, ooh, when do you think this happened no, it's like, yeah. All right, now it's gimmicky like so yeah. i don't think that's a wise move i don't think they're gonna play with that that's good very excited I the trailer i thought it looked, it looked even higher budget looks like more money was pumped into this project um super excited yeah, I think it's yeah netflix great. is definitely treating this as their game of thrones for sure yeah, and I I like that they didn't try to cast people that necessarily have to match up with how the game looks. Um, there are some right. characters in there that they are going to introduce in this season that they aren't going to look like they looked in the game, and that's okay. Like it's still yeah. the same character, and the stories should be good. I'm excited. Dune switched some people up too, and it, you know it didn't yeah. really matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Oh boy, yeah. going to a Dune uh, fan page, it matters to them. It matters. But <laughs> I'm telling you guys, it doesn't. <laughs> it yeah. really doesn't. Yeah. Isn't it fun to just kind of be in the middle where you're like, I'm just going to enjoy for whatever it is. And anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sony had a state of play this week. Or did they? We're not really sure. Something happened. And, uh, <laughs> they and things, it was a state of something. something. Things yeah. were talked about. Um, but there's really not much here. I'm going to go through these rather quickly. If you guys really were excited about something outside of the final announcement, we can oh, talk yeah. about that a little bit. I have alternate titles for each each game. Oh, do you really? Can you, can you yes. go through the list? Then? I want to hear them. All right, cool. Um, yeah. If you have anything you want to say about these games, because I, I was barely paying attention. For I only care about the final one. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, so the first game they showed was Death vs. Let It Die. More like Let It Die, but for real. Nice. That's coming out 2022. Uh, the next game uh, is called We Are OFK. Normally I care about narrative games, but this was way too tryhard and indie, for even for me. Mm-hmm. So more like No FK, and that's mm-hmm. coming out in 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Yep. Uh, we got Bug Snacks, Isle of Big Snacks. Is this DLC? I have no idea. More like Bug Crap, Isle of Big Crap. Uh, that's coming out early 2022. 
It is DLC, really, by the so, way. Like, weren't more content? Like, it is DLC. Yeah. It is Whatever. DLC. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what we need. Sure. Uh, so we got Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Again, if it's DLC, I don't know. More like No Nights at Freddy's Socrapity Breach. Uh, it's coming out December 16th. Socrapity. <laughs> <laughs> this is dumb. This is so dumb. I can't believe I did this. Um, Death's Door is coming to PlayStation November 23rd. No comment. This is actually a really good move. Fantastic yeah. game. You More should people play, it. play it. Good. Yeah. It's on Switch, too, by the way, on the same day. Oh, nice. Cool. Okay, cool. So that wasn't just exclusive for this... Console. All right. Awesome. Um, so the next one, Kart Rider Drift, which is just a Mario Kart wannabe. Uh, more like Fart Rider Drift. Am I right? Mm. Anyway, whatever. It's coming it's out like 2022. really low budget, and I was surprised this was the yeah. other thing. It <laughs> well, it's such a thing that they're doing a closed beta on December 8th, all right? Yeah, so mean. strap in. I won't hate. Won't be but there. It's won't free to play. There. Nobody's going to be there. It's going to be free to play. So it oh, is that's free to play cool, game. I guess. Sure. Oh, that's great. Of uh, King of Fighters 15. Oh, been could 15. not care less. Could not uh, care less. I know that I was surprised how stuff. not great the game looked. Like yeah. once they started like zooming yeah. in on like the I was like, oh, is this Tekken 3? Yeah, I thought it was like an indie fighter, to be honest. Yeah. I was like, oh cool, it's like a cool indie fighter. And you're like, no, it's you know, the most popular fighting franchise or one of them, you know, ever. And I'm like, oh, why does it look like this? Yeah. Anyways, whatever. Well, it's such a huge deal. Open beta is uh in uh mid like mid third week of November, November nineteenth, twenty second. Uh, Queen of Fighters is what I call it. Okay, yeah, nice. <laughs> These are very Norm Macdonald jokes. It's just yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, no, I, I love the pause. The pregnant pause really sells it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first Class Trouble is basically Among Us, but uh, with people. And it's free to play. And it's free to play. Uh, PS Plus will be on uh, there yeah. November 2nd for yeah, all so of not technically to not free to play, but it will yeah, be. Yeah, I'm PS sorry. Play. People will yeah. have an aneurysm about yeah. labeling it that way, I think. Well, I just want yeah. people to think that it's not like the kind of thing where you buy a bunch of multi-transactions. No, it, it is, it is the free game in November if you have PS yeah. Plus. Yeah. yeah. This game, I'm glad they're doing that because this game looked unfinished and they're just like, whatever, let's just put it out there. So, yeah, uh, and it's literally just Among Us, but with like real people, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, okay. it's a social, what do you call it? Social deception game. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so more like first ass trouble. Okay. <laughs> All right. So All right. The next game. That sounds like something for medication. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have first for ass babies? Trouble? First ass trouble. Um, Don't wait for your second ass trouble. <laughs> um, so Star Ocean, the Divine Force, coming 2022. This should have been a bigger deal than it was for a lot of people, and I think only one person chimed in on the, in the group at least for us. That was like Star Ocean. Oh my God! But then in the comments, they were kind of like, "Never mind, I saw it." Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was saying. I was like, anybody who's excited for this is remembering the one good game from like 20 years ago. Um, so <laughs> they're like, "Oh lot. yeah," and it's like, "No, there've been games since then, and they've sucked." So yeah, you know, maybe so, uh, it's I like the flying. Bad. I thought the flying looked cool. If you're gonna have a big open world, like flying around is kind of interesting. So it yeah. looks bad. It looks bad. Does, so yeah. so more like star notion the divine farts all right yeah there we go that's the last yeah. one because the last game is actually pretty cool uh so they, they showed the gameplay for little devil inside yeah but there is something really angering about this i mean didn't it take you off that we saw nothing for release window even like not even a window not it even, didn't even say 2022 you can just lie and say 2022 i wouldn't yeah. give a crap yeah <laughs> i'm a little surprised i didn't say that like yeah. unless unless they're planning some kind of yeah. super secret christmas day drop and they don't want anyone to like i don't understand why you wouldn't yeah. just say that but maybe it's super far off it could be like we actually hit a lot of snags and we've got another year plus of development we can't say even 2022 i, yeah. I don't know but 
I liked the uh, chunky slice that they showed us. I yeah, thought it was, like, it, was, it was like four or five minutes trailer. Yeah, uh, I thought it. I thought it looked so good. Like it looks so pretty. Visually, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah, I love the style. Don't yeah. know if the combat's gonna be fun. It's hard. Like, you have to play it to see. It looked a little bit um, kind of slow, and that might be fine. All the, yeah. all these things that we I like saw, that you could like, like impale fun. people and then like leave them on your sword and then yeah. throw them at other people. I thought that was, that was pretty cool. cool. I was yeah. like, well, all right. So it's like maybe like physics-based um, combat of some sort. In some know. ways, yeah. Everything kind of looks like a playset that you might have. Yeah, look like uh, mobile blocks or whatever, uh, mega blocks, whatever that. Whatever you know what? It actually reminded was. me a little bit of the old Thomas the Tank Engine show where you had like real trains on a real like mini set. And then they would like read the story in the background. It's just kind of move the trains and have, like they've upgraded it since then. They animated it, but back oh. in the day, it was like on this on this place. That's kind of looked like that to me in some ways, you know, with some animation on top of it. I don't know. I just thought it looked amazing, really unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was exactly, maybe not exactly what I thought it would be, but I knew it would be up my alley just based on the brief glimpses that we've seen of this game so far. And I love when they prove me right. <laughs> like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, oh, I am the audience for this. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's I was very impressed by what I saw as well. Same. So that's what they closed the uh, state of play with. It really was. I mean, they said it's going to be third-party partners and third-party games. I just kind of expected something more. The only things that I thought were of note, honestly, were Death Doors coming, which we knew it was. We just didn't know when because mm-hmm. they did say they're planning on taking it to other consoles. We just didn't know the timeline. And then uh, the little devil inside gameplay was interesting, but because we still have no idea, is this 2023? Like, what is this game's window? It's kind of, I, I don't let myself get too hyped up for something that, mm-hmm. I mean, I could be in my 40s when this game comes out. People, It's kind of like me with Beyond Good and Evil, which looks like it could be the, one of the best games ever made, period. That game's never but, coming out. But like, that game so- is like, that game will come out for my grandkids. Yeah, Beyond Good and Evil 2 was announced well before this version of it, and it got canceled. This is the second version of Beyond Good and Evil 2. Yeah, Yeah. all these games that we're waiting on. The game's never coming out. But hey, listen, if you skipped Returnal this year because it sounded too difficult and too too, uh, scary to play through Returnal, if you don't want to reset, that's fine. Now they've updated it. This is a 2.0 update. Now we can return. Which allows you to pause mid-run with suspend uh, suspend cycle. It, It doesn't allow you to now like jump ahead like if you die you do start over as far as i know but so you're not going to like start in the middle of the game like in the fifth or sixth biome or something you still have to start at the beginning but you can you don't have to now give up if you have to power down like i had an issue with that because my ps5 still doesn't do proper rest mode about it's a coin flip if it will properly go into rest mode or if it will give me a big green screen and then shut off and the next time it turns on it tells me it scolds me for turning it off incorrectly so my rest mode is still broken on my ps5 so i could never really like with returnal i had to finish a run or just give up on it um so that was annoying so the fact that you can suspend cycle kind of have a safe state essentially that's good that's a good improvement still not going to be up everyone's alley because when you die yeah you start over you keep some upgrades and some guns you've unlocked but Mm -hmm. i mean it's still that type of game that's what they made that's what they made if you don't like it then that's Play something else. Yeah, plenty, <laughs> right, of, games. plenty right. of games out there, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been talking about Guardians, and that is accessible AF. So. Yeah, yeah, go play that game. Woo! Yeah. Um, but I will say the shooting, like the combat in Eternal, second to none. Like, there might be Very other good. games on par with it, but it feels amazing. It's Very such good, good game. combat. Yeah, yeah good, good shooting. Uh, Gran Turismo 7, they showed a video. If you're interested in that game, go watch it. They showed some really cool stuff, but 
just over 400 cars in the game. So that was interesting. That's a ton of cars. It's a lot of cars in a game. Even I fast think- and even Vin Diesel's like, how'd they get so many cars? <laughs> That's family. a whole lot of families of cars. That's a lot, a lot of family, family cars. <laughs> we all thought the word family as soon as you said yeah. it. Um, that's the meme man you gotta you gotta go with it still with sony news they formed officially formed the playstation pc label for its pc games push um this isn't really that big of a surprise you know with the recent announcement of uh god of war coming to pc and you know we've got some others that have come to pc and they've got even more in the in the cooker they haven't done a day and date launch with pc in a playstation game yet right under this banner i don't think they will soon yeah so they're still gonna want to just do console for they're not gonna microsoft it no their hardware is still very important to them yeah so So they they still want to be number one in sales in terms of console exclusives so they're gonna leave it there they're not gonna microsoft it and you know do pc same day if i had to guess i can't say i blame them for if they're if 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 i had to guess i'm I'm assuming they're waiting for that line graph to hit a certain degradation point of sales like all right now yeah. we can move it over to pc because our console sales have we've hit what we wanted to hit or whatever mm-hmm. or they've fallen to where they need to fall and now we i can. mean look look at how long god of war took compared to like death stranding yeah like yeah. i mean death stranding made sense to put it on pc because like that game is not accessible for a lot of people talk about accessible games a lot of people were just kind of like that weren't that didn't get it we're never going to get it you know yep. and uh and maybe PC is just going to reach a, that much broader of an audience, I guess. It has been fun, by the way. Uh, before this recent wave of games came out, I was playing more Horizon Zero Dawn, which just being reminded how much I love that game. And it's so freaking pretty on my PC. And by the way, I'm playing it on a 1440p screen so I can keep all the settings totally maxed out. Mm-hmm. And when I'm sitting this close to the screen, I mean, and it's not a massive monitor like that, it looks so, so good. It looks oh, absolutely amazing. I love it. And so seeing some of these others that are going to arrive uncharted four and the lost legacy game. So two uncharted games, the most recent ones, um, I count lost legacy as a, as a game. It's just maybe not their main line. Um, and then God of war, those are all coming in 2022. So this makes sense. Um, there's also a rumor that Sackboy boy, big, big adventure is on the way. Cause someone's oh, good. That's what we need on PC is that more people need to play Sackboy. that game. Yeah. It reviewed yep. really well, but silly. It it's did, but yeah, it's just, it's, <laughs> come on, guys. Astro's Playroom is like, looks as good oh. as that. It's, I don't know. Astro's Playroom is so cool. What a cool it game. It is. It really is, but it's yeah, just it's one like, of the greatest built-in I'm like, not games that come that in with a game of the year ever. list or anything. Come on, guys. Like, what are we doing, you know? Um, some people did. Look at some of the lists from last year. We got some ponies. <laughs> yeah, it's we got surprising ponies. how often that game popped up on people's top ten. Yep. Oh, that's, like, really? Okay. I should have guessed. All this right. is like a cool little museum demo. What are you mm, doing? It's, okay. like, it's the best 3D platformer since Mario 64. What are you talking Guys, about? chill out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you smoking right now? Yeah. Um, Sony's farts, basically, is what they're smoking. We do know that Sony's uh, president did say earlier this year they're planning on bringing a whole slate of games to PC. I think this is what he's talking about. And they, they are. They're starting to ramp up this stuff. And now they've got PlayStation PC as an official label that you'll start seeing. So it's cool. Good for them. Uh, and b- speaking of PlayStation stuff, uh, November's PlayStation Plus games are going to include Knockout City, First Class yes. Trouble, which you talked. To, did we just talk about First Class Trouble? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was in the that was in the state yeah. of play. That, okay, yeah, um, Knockout City, First Class Trouble, and Kingdoms of Amalur: Re-Reckoning. Dang it, I bought that game. Yeah, Dang it, game. did you really? <laughs> yes, I bought it on Xbox. Great I mean, uh, I have it's access great, to it. Though. It's great. I played like three hours of it when I could. Uh, it's yeah. fantastic. 
I think it's so amazing, and uh, yeah, I, what a poor thing to happen to that poor studio. So yeah, agreed. But it's cool that we'll say uh, Knockout City like... reviewed super well, and I don't think any of us have played it yet, and that seems like it would be a quality multiplayer experience. Yep. So just gonna throw that out there for maybe yeah. like one night for like yeah. One I was night. gonna say maybe I'll play it once. Sure. Yeah, I'll give yeah. that one a try. Um, I just don't want to spend any money on it, but yeah, now that's the thing. Yeah, I didn't want to buy it either. Um. And then they're also going to include some PlayStation VR titles because it's the fifth birthday of PSVR. And so that's going to be Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. And uh, that, that, that game's actually considered one of the best VR games out. So that's what I've heard. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I own I've it. My, I've never played it. So. I've got my VR stuff all packed away wow. on my PS4. But um, yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll try it out. I have it on the end, Oculus, um, and I, I just hear it's amazing. And I just I haven't turned it on yet. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the Persistence, and then Until You Fall. I don't know. Those are VR games that are also going to be available. Uh, I think I'm familiar with Until You Fall. It's another one that people really like. So it's a okay. pretty good grab bag of VR games if uh, yeah. you never played those. Well, guys, there's great news on the Nintendo. Um, finally getting Lara Croft on a Nintendo Switch. Get excited. Wait, this is not the recent ones. This is Guardian of Light and Temple of Osiris. Sorry, it's not the mm. new ones. <laughs> Basically the mobile games. Okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> listen, I played Guardian of Light and thought that was a fine game. It was fun as a little it's like adventure. It's four-player, like Diablo. Well, like Temple, of Osi- Temple of Osiris is the multiplayer one. Okay, Gar- okay. Guardian of Light, I think, might be two-player, but it's not really that multiplayer-focused. I got you. The Temple of Osiris was, and yeah, if you've got some couch co-op buddies, that's a great... Anyway, it's just funny that it's like, here comes Laura Croft, finally hitting the Switch, and it's Crystal Dynamics developed these games, by the way. Uh, it's just not their newer ones. So, yeah. I mean, this ki- the Switch can't handle a 2013 Tomb Raider game. Get out of here. <laughs> Couldn't it? <laughs> I don't know. It can't handle Kingdom Hearts, so why would it handle this? Um, <laughs> that's all I've that's all I've got for Nintendo. <laughs> so. Oh man, slow slow news. Well, they did close some facilities in the U.S. and they're migrating elsewhere. That's the only other news bit I saw somewhere. And not I was like, that's not important. That's not going to interrupt operations. So who gives a crap? Yeah. They're still not going to have Metroid Prime 4 out within our lifetimes. So none of that matters. No. GeForce Now is a streaming service that kind of I've heard about, but I haven't really paid attention to. But apparently it's live. At least the beta version is live on Xbox. So you can go give it a shot. <clears throat> but keep in mind, you can't cheat the system and now play Death Stranding on your Xbox. A lot of people immediately tried that kind of thing. They're like, ooh, can I play a... PlayStation console exclusive on my Xbox now? No. They PlayStation, you know, Sony and and Nvidia of course worked out a deal with that where you're not going to stream a previous console exclusive on our rival's console. It's not going to happen. So mm-hmm. they blocked some of that stuff. They blocked some of that stuff, but I haven't tried it. I have no idea if it works. It just goes through the Microsoft Edge browser. I'm still a cloud gaming skeptic mainly just because of the the performance is never great for me. Especially the Edge browser. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, who uses Edge? We don't, don't even. We don't even use. We still some of our websites we use Internet Explorer still. Like, I know yeah. that's dead. Microsoft looked at Internet Explorer and said, "You're dead to me." Like yeah. years ago. Or like they haven't. They haven't ago. supported it since like 2016. They haven't yeah. supported it at all. So yeah. like, I don't know. It's just Edge is just like. I, every time I open it, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Same. So, but anyway, I assume that's the same thing for any other games that would normally be uh, available through that service. You can't play PlayStation game on your Xbox that way. Sorry, but you can play Microsoft games on your PlayStation like Deathloop. That's possible. Hmm. Hmm. 
you know, because yeah. Microsoft owns it. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, by the way, they could have really put Microsoft real big across Deathloop. I kind of thought they might do that when you fire it up on your PS5 and you just see Microsoft everywhere, like in the. Oh, I thought I think that would have been so amazing. I would have. I did too. I thought that'd be hilarious what, if you like. What a flex! <laughs> like across the title screen, like brought to you by Microsoft, like with a little wink emoji or something. But now they. Yeah. They didn't do that. They're classier than Phil that. Sp- yeah, Phil Spencer is too nice to pull nice. a move like that. Um, there's a rumor right now that the studio behind the Banner Saga is working on an Xbox exclusive. And right now it's called Project Belfry is the code name for it. But it's described as a 2D side-scrolling action game. Mm. And it's going to have that same art style, that kind of hand-painted Banner Saga. Banner Saga style is cool. Yeah. Art style. So there you go. Well, nice right. exclusive, possibly. Hopefully it's better than the Song of Iron because that didn't turn out to be that great. No. And lastly, games with gold for November. It's going to be moving out. Buckle up, guys. This is a great note to end on. Is this <laughs> the moving out simulator? Like you map pack no, boxes? No, no. And... That's that's not it, is it? Yes. Moving out's the over. Isn't that the overcooked guys? Hang on. Is it? It is a moving simulator. Yeah, I, I thought it was like you you take boxes, like move into a truck, and then you take no, you unload well, it. Well, it is, but it's like it's like over. Um, is it overcooked? It's like that party game where you're kind of go, trying to go fast and you're. Yeah, right, right. But there is yeah. actually, a, I, I thought you were talking about there's a game where you literally are unpacking boxes. It's like a simulator game. Oh, no, no, no. That's like where you're like setting up a room yeah. or, yeah, I know yeah. That, what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but that exists too. Holy yeah, no, that's it's, a it's coming out game. this fall. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I saw it and I was like, who wants to play this? Where's the add to wish list button here? Like, I was, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> that looks stupid. That's how I feel about Gas Station Simulator. Like, I'm like, that's the dumbest thing ever. I hope it comes to PlayStation at some point. (laughs) How do I buy this? All right, so moving out, Kingdom Two Crowns, Rocket Knight, Lego Batman 2, DC Superheroes. Oh, and so Jeff wants us to know that it's very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) So exciting. So exciting. So exciting, guys. I mean, Lego Batman 2 DC Super. I've definitely played the game. I love the Lego games. I'm a sucker for I, those. It's, it's really fun, but I mean, they're like all the others. So what do you, what do you want? But that does it for us for this week. Um, obviously, mostly Guardians talk. I mean, that's all I care about. I'm going to finish that game up this weekend. I'm we probably going to be done by the next time we record for sure. This, this, might, this might be. No guarantees because there's a lot of other stuff to play. But this might be the kind of game that makes me play it through a second time because I enjoy it so much. Like it's, yeah. it, it, it feels, I feel like, I'm wrapping up a movie that just I fell in love with, and I want to rewatch it right away. It's got that. I've been mad. That was me with Spider-Man too. I played played Miles Morales three times because of that. Yeah, make a decision, and it'll say like yada yada's mad at you for this or whatever, and these things come back to like bite you in a big way. They can change entire mission objectives. Well, at the beginning of this game, you make a decision which thing to hide in the ship. And I want to hide the other thing this time. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. That that I really benefited from that option uh, later on so in the game, though. So, so did I. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think I did too. Oh, we all made the right choice. Okay, cool. probably. Well, I mean, <laughs> you'd be a monster not to pick that the first time, but maybe yeah. the second time yeah. you pick a different one. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, anyway, all right. Well, that does it for us this week. Thank you guys for being here, Dan and Derek. Be safe, whatever you're doing, Derek. More so, we don't know what you're doing. I mean, and who you're doing it with. So be careful out there. Just yeah. Just yeah. (laughs) All right. See ya. Wieners and.